Hi folks, let me go through my content warnings for you. Um, let's see, parenting, the pandemic, climate change, rants, cancer, death of a spouse, uh, pregnancy, newborn discussion, hurricanes, ADHD, politics, government financials, uh, alcohol abuse, and at least one description of potential drunk, drunk driving. We had a ride with this one, let me tell you. Apparently so. Hound, stop licking my pants. Uh, thinking of hound, we have animals. Yes. Many of them. Uh, and the chickens are asleep. The hound is now, whatever, uh, high Shaw, who's my little Shaw boy. And also the... the uh, hound thinks a molecule of salami might have stuck to my pants, and if she starts licking them, she will get it. This is, this is, I mean, this is a possibility. Um, uh, yeah, but I prefer yeah. not to have that going on. Yeah. And uh, also we have house guests because it's almost uh, Thanksgiving here in the U.S., so there may be some noise from that. But, um, yeah, otherwise, the only thing to remind you of is that we swear. Oh, yes. Frequently. With passion. At the cats. Well, one cat in particular. Yeah, most of the cats don't need to be sworn at. Sergey considers it a sign of affection. Yeah. So, hi folks. Welcome to Productivity Alchemy episode 277. Um, I had to do some shuffling. The guest I originally planned for this week, uh, we did not manage to schedule. So, instead, I bumped one of my favorite returning guests up a week. So, Corey Large this week will uh, we'll catch up for the first time in about two and a half, three years. So yeah, it was before the pandemic last time we talked. Good Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, all the changes, like all kinds of changes. <laughs> so we'll, um, we, we have, there's a lot to talk about. And I hope that for those of you in the US, a longer, not Dino long, but longer Thanksgiving episode uh, fits the bill because I was really thankful to be able to talk to Corey and have her on, and dear God, uh, all the links I'm going to have to add to this one. <laughs> so, hey, and my week is short. Uh, today, it's Wednesday, and I finished my work week today. Uh, I am on call as a uh, capacity engineer, so that if a customer needs capacity over the holiday or over the days that I am on call, that it is my problem, and that's fine, because I get comp time for that. Even if I don't get called, woohoo! Um, but that's like all of my productivity this last week in terms of work has been product evaluations and looking for things to do a job so that we don't have to write code for it, and we might have actually found one. So that's. You know, my Google Foo is, is paying off after years of it just being a helpless uh, or a helpful distraction. <laughs> and uh, I mean, otherwise, you know, I have four days off, going to spend some time with the chickens, going to spend some time with my sons, who are the house guests we mentioned earlier. And yeah, that's, you know, maybe even spend some time with family. No, we're absolutely spending time with family, with my, my folks and and. Uh, my cousin Amy, who many of you know on Twitter and all that stuff. So, uh, honestly, that's me. I don't have anything really else to talk about because it's such a short week. 
And yeah, I've been yeah. wrapped up in this, let's find a thing to do the thing so that we don't have to write the thing to do the thing. Oh, indeed. Yeah. So, uh, and, and you have had, did you have a wor one of the worst days possible last week? Uh, I had, I mean, it, no, I mean, th there are far worse days, but I just had one of those days where you are like thwarted at every turn. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And so nothing gets done because, and every single thing is one that would be a small, minor inconvenience that you could handle and be done. But when there's 20 of them, it's just like... Uh, now what? Yeah, it's, you know, okay, this... Uh, this package got returned because the customs form wasn't filled out in apparently the way they wanted. Okay, that's annoying. While attempting to get into the mailbox, my key, my postal box key jammed itself through the ring and it took me like two minutes standing oh. there to untangle it. Tiny, minuscule little, little things, yeah, would yeah. Would never, you know, be a, a, a issue in a better day, but it was just like every single one was like a grain of sand in my eye. And uh, that's never. Yeah. And by the end of it, nothing got done. I was just, you know, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, this week, this week was fine. Um, I, I wrote lots of words on, uh, the thing you're writing. On the thing I'm writing. And then today <laughs> I wrote a bunch of words on the Paladin book. The other and, thing you're writing. Yeah. And so it's all like going well. You yeah. Know? Uh, uh, I, I, no, no. Something will probably explode, but at the moment nothing is exploding, which means I have that sort of ominous dread of. Something's what, going to explode. Yeah, what is the thing that you have forgotten that will explode on you shortly? Yes. But other than, you know, the gnawing anxiety that underpins my life. Uh, so, about normal. Yeah. 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 Well, <clears throat> since it is the holiday and that is all of our catch-up and I don't really have anything else to talk about this week, why don't we just go talk to Corey? Yes, that would be um, good. Yes. Uh, for those of you who um, do not remember, Corey's been on twice before. Um, author, um, acquisitions librarian, parent now, all kinds of fun things. And we will have that for you right after this. I'm excited. Uh, hanging out with uh, Corey Large again. Um, Corey, you, this is your third? Fourth? Third. Third? third? Okay, yeah. No. I, uh, 
I can never remember. Why am I not getting the weird waveform that says it's it's actually recording? Well, you can hear me, and so hopefully it's it's doing its thing and everything's. Yeah, no, it says it's it's doing its thing. So and fingers can, crossed, right? I can see yeah. the waveform on my end. Okay, good, good. Then then everything's working. Um, <laughs> they they did upgrades, folks, to uh, ZenCaster, which is what I use for interviews now. And uh, every time they do these these upgrades, it gets a little weird. Mm -hmm. Um. So, but I still like it better than than the other things. So yeah, it's been a minute. It's been like a year. It's been longer than a year, man. December 2019. And that's only because I know this because when you called me out on the podcast and said, hey, Corey, I haven't heard from you in a while. <laughs> I literally had been for the last week thinking, oh, I should you know, email Kevin about a catch up podcast right. and, and then you called me out on an episode. I'm like, okay. All right. I mean... I'm I'm gonna be honest. I'm I'm calling out lots of people now. You just are. like yeah, because it's 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 not that I, I mind having a lot of the promoted stuff that comes through because they're fascinating conversations, but uh I like I wanna keep the the normal people in it as well. Right? Yeah, let let's put a pin in that and you and I talk after we're done. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But I mean I've got some 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 great yeah, promotions great. coming up. Um but, uh, oh, man, I can't wait for uh, uh, Dr. Duyon's episode, mm -hmm. which will have aired by the time this one airs. So, um, but, uh, yeah. So, um, reintroduce yourself and tell us about what you do. And, okay. uh, and we will continue our I, so many librarians on this, episode, on this show. Yes. Um, hi, Internet. My name is Corey Large. I am the acquisitions librarian at a local state college in Central Florida. And honestly, the reason why I just don't tell you where I work is my campus is an open campus and you literally could walk into my library and ask for me. And so it's, yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that you have creepy people listening on this podcast, Kevin, but I'd rather, you know, just not take no, no. chances. I get um, it. So being an acquisitions librarian means um, I help maintain both our print book collection and our ebook collection. And uh, the fun answer is I use taxpayer money to buy books. I mean, there are worse jobs in the world. It's just you don't get to keep them. Well, once they're with Personally. Juan. Yeah. Uh -uh. You know, if they ever cycle out and get withdrawn, and I know that's going to be a hot topic. That's yeah. Something. Somebody might write in about libration and withdraw books. Sorry, guys. We're not a repository. We are not a repository. Right. Right. Um. So yeah, it's been a minute. Last time we mm -hmm. talked, I was pregnant with my child who is mm -hmm. now 27 months old to sound like that parent. So he's two <laughs> months. So yeah, it's been a little bit, <laughs> but um, thing, other things have happened since 2020. Yeah, that, that, the obligatory... Just wave our arms, yeah. The all the things. The yeah. world and the world ended. Yeah, the world stopped, and and yeah, and, yeah. and everything that happened after that. Yeah. So, yeah. 
my planning, uh, my planner physically changed, what I do physically changed, and both for personal and work has physically changed. Yeah, so um, big, big, big two and a half, mm-hmm. three years by the time this actually airs. So yeah, yeah, going on three years by the by the time this actually airs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Woof. Mm-hmm. Life changed. It so, has. It has. It's been fun balancing every all the things and trying to find keep being me as well as being wife, mom, librarian. So lots of hats. Yeah, it's 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 it is an interesting transition from yes. you know from being a spouse to then trying to end a person and then trying to add in that parent role. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just glad it's over for me. I mean, I love my kids, but uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's really been a while for me, but yeah, I remember, Yours are I remember. They're out of college, aren't they? Or is Jacob no. college? Jacob is a junior this year. So he's almost um, He's almost out. He's an RA this year, um, which means we get a discount on student housing, which is glorious. Um, and he gets uh, some pay mm-hmm. um, for having to be on campus, which is okay, cool. Um, and uh, but yeah, he is he's in his junior year of I think it's climate science now. He started as meteorology, and I think he's been shifting to climate science. So okay. Maybe we'll see him on the news going, guys, come on. Is it that style of climate science? Or like- oh, my God. It's literally last Thanksgiving, we're at the family Thanksgiving dinner. I think it was either Thanksgiving or Christmas. And my uncle is like, so you're studying this stuff. Is this real? And I watched him just start to disassemble. And be like, here's what's happening here. Here are the problems. Here's the-. I'm just like, I am so proud. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud. He's like, no, this is this is what is happening with climate change. Yes, it is absolutely real. Um, all evidence indicates it is man-made. Just, yeah, just get I, over it and accept it. Just look at, okay, if you haven't put pandemic in content warnings. You oh, know. I have already. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, just look at when everything shut down February and March 2020. What was it? The hole in the ozone started to get smaller. Yeah. Canals in Venice cleared up to where the dolphins returned. Yep. The Amazon rainforest started healing itself. So, yeah, that that to me was a, a big argument. Was yeah, uh, was some pretty hard evidence, but. I'm not here to argue this no, with, no. with any of the listeners because I don't care. I'm going to plant yep. trees and recycle and be nice to the planet because this is the only one I can live on. So, yes. Yeah. Because <laughs> we yeah. can't afford to be part of, you know, the super riches cohort of uh, that's a whole other discussion. We no, will, we will yeah, let's, just, let's just not even let's just there. put that. Let's yeah. So I, I did, you you had held up your planner and it yes. looks the same, but you said it has changed significantly. Okay, yeah, so let's talk about how you're staying organized now, right? 
Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> uh, just to like minorly recap in 2019, I had made, well, actually in 2017, I had made mm-hmm. my own planner set up. I cut down a mead flex binder from a full size binder down to fit half sheet size pages. Well, um, in the meantime, I had also made some smaller B6 size ones. Right. And um, so February 2020, before the world shut down, right. um, you know, I was be- I was advancing in my pregnancy and really starting to think about all the crap I was carrying around because it's like, I'm going to have a baby and a diaper bag mm-hmm. and a purse and... You know, do I really need a planner this freaking big right now? Yeah. And yeah. Um, because most of the time I'm probably just going to throw my keys, my cell phone, and my wallet in the diaper bag and call it a day. Yeah. And all that. Um, so I actually went down to a B6 flex. Um, not the one I'm currently in. It was a smaller one. This one's nice and chunky. This yeah, one, yeah, yeah. This yeah. one's got like the two inch rings. It's the five subject flex binder size. Mm-hmm ring size if anybody wants to look that up um and i had started out with just actually no haha this is the i lied um i used the smaller ones with the smaller rings as just like notebooks around the house and this one just happened to be in my nightstand drawer right beside me so (laughs) yeah husband and toddler have the rest of the house i'm holed up in my bedroom so, oh yeah, fair warning. We may get a toddler in here who has to see where I am because I've yeah. been gone too long. So, just a warning. Yeah. I don't know if it'll happen, but you never know. It's, it's fine. Yep. So, if we have to hit the pause button and, and come back, we can do that too. So, yeah. yeah. It's usually he just has to peek his head in, see that I I am still here, and then he's good. Mm-hmm. Um. And the inserts I'm actually using, I um, are a design of my own. Um, I made. I've been going back and forth with the yellow paper house inserts I had been using, and they just weren't meeting my needs anymore last year. Yeah, so I was like, you know what? I know how to use Microsoft Word. I know how to use to make a table. Yeah. Why don't I just see what I can do? So I actually ended up. It started out just being a week on four pages set up. And mm-hmm. I would just print that off week after week. And I'd still get yellow paper house for the monthlies and everything. Um, I do. I love, love yellow paper house. I, so do yeah. I. I actually, I'm glad they posted what kind of um, paper they use on their mm-hmm. website because I went and bought that paper. And that's what I print my inserts on, actually. Yeah. So, is it the Tomo River? Because I know they've been changing the manufacturing on that. No, they that use, one, but... um, I want to say 25 GSM. You can look in their FAQ on the website and it tells you. And mm-hmm. so and I love the color ivory because it's a nice cream color. I, I'm not a fan yeah. of stark white inserts, stark white paper. I'm just not. Um, And so I found the same paper essentially and bought a ream of it and I just print out my own inserts every month and it eventually evolved into this I made a booklet a monthly booklet and um, okay 
it starts out, I think, I think I have a walkthrough video on my YouTube channel. Can Kevin, I'll send you a link to my YouTube channel again for anybody right. that actually wants to look at it. I don't post very often anymore. Again, becoming a mom stuff had to get backburnered and YouTube was one of those things. Oh yeah. But it has like a nice little, I'm holding this up for Kevin, a nice little monthly cover where I can put mm-hmm. the year in the month and then I decorate it. I'm showing you October's it's blank. Well, yeah, because it's like three days away still. Or wait, it's a week. Yeah, it's a week. I'm, I'm sorry. It's I'm I'm trying to. Oh yeah, I'm trying to figure out. I'm looking at my calendar and it's September, and I'm looking at the start because I'm thinking it's the end of September, and then I realize that no, wait, I'm looking at the wrong end. So yeah, it's five days. Yep. So, yeah. Yep. And then I have a month on two pages. I don't know how well that's mm-hmm. going through with a notes column. And then I, this was what I really needed. If if Yellow Paper House had had this, I'd probably stick. No, I'm not. No, I'm lying. Then I put in two monthly tasks, brained up notes pages. Okay, yeah. Monthly tasks, what my annual goals, projects, what I want to work on that month, stuff like that. And then we get into the week on four pages, which has a big tracker on it. And I update this every month if there's stuff on there that's no longer relevant. And then each week has a, a list area where I can just, what do I need to get done this week? I am a list person. I have oh, always yeah. been a list person. And then my the other two pages actually have the days of the week. And it has the good mm-hmm. stuff area which i'll explain that in a minute and then monday tuesday wednesday thursday friday saturday and then it just repeats for four four or five weeks um and then at the very end i have additional notes and brain dump and journaling pages for what i need and the way it prints out Mm -hmm. is if i decide to go back to my b6 tn which i b6 is my size whether it's right, rings, right, right, rings right, right. I can still use this insert mm-hmm. over there. So now I'm going to ask a question, and All that right. is, have have you made these available anywhere? No, like, I this haven't. screams and, and I, they should be on Etsy. Or If um, my brother is a, um, I want to say he's a programmer. I think he's a programmer. You'd think I'd know what my little brother does for a living. I know it has to do with computers, but you know, he is a programmer. Um, and um, for our county school board, actually. And I've been asking him to look at for me because my blog is through WordPress. And I said, Hey, mm-hmm. even though it's a free WordPress site, do you think there's a way I could add a shop element to it? Because Etsy, Kevin, I don't know if you know this about Etsy, because I do have an Etsy shop. It's just on vacation right now. It's been on right, right. for like three years. When you list something for sale, mm-hmm. it's only listed for four months. You have to pay like 20 cents per listing. So, and if it doesn't sell and say you relist it four times to make it a year, they've gotten 80 cents out of you without you ever making anything 
quest. And that also explains why so many places are just like updating with new stuff constantly, especially in the planner space. Yeah. Yes. And on top of that, if you do make a sale, they take a percentage Mm -hmm. of the sale on top of that. So like, say I had a couple of cheap printables, like um, for like a dollar or two. Okay. Say someone bought that. I made 85 cents. This is, I think, one of the reasons why uh, Reagan, who did the Productivity Alchemy Planner, Uh um, moved everything to Kofi. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, the plugin you're looking for to do storefront stuff is called WooCommerce. All right, hang on. on. I got to write that down. I'll forget. Mm -hmm. Yes, and it's made by WordPress. It's Blue Commerce. Woo. W-O-O Commerce. Um, and uh, for a long time, um, when we were doing direct print sales, that's what uh, Ursula's site was using. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got an add-on that we use for um, uh, the Dorsai Regulars private convention ticket purchases. So I've mm-hmm. got WooCommerce and a, a an event specific plugin to handle ticketing and purchasing tickets mm-hmm. to you know our private convention kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, the one that is invite only, you still have to pay to go. I mean, yeah. obviously, but um, uh, it's called Dorsai Thing. By the way, folks, you can find out about it on di.org. But in unless you've worked with us for a while, you're not just going to be able to randomly buy a pass to hang out with the door size. Sorry, folks. Um, <laughs> yeah. But so, uh, no, it's great. It, it works really well. I would like that because that's what mm-hmm. really, really bothered me about mm-hmm. Etsy is I would, with everything I would end up and I tracked it for two years. Right. Um, because I have two accounting degrees in addition to a master's in library science. So knowing where the money goes is kind of my thing. And being able to see over two years, I've paid Etsy this much in listing fees and I've made this amount in sales. This is not worth time. No. And it wasn't. And um, you can if you haven't heard about all the drama over the last couple of years with Etsy, believe me. I've, I've, I've sort of been, I've, I've sort of been aware of it because I am on the internet, but I haven't been like tracking it. So it's gotten bad. Like my, my friend who's an indie dyer, I have several friends who are indie dyer, yarn dyers and yes. fiber dyers. And they used to just have shops on Etsy. They literally have mo- yellow paper house as well. We were talking about yellow paper house as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they still yellow paper house still has their Etsy front, and you can still buy stuff through Etsy. But they have their mm-hmm. own website now. And my, oh, um, yeah. my indie dyer friends, they all move to their own websites because, um, like Anne would message me. She's like, I can't believe this crap that Etsy's doing, and like she was losing money and losing out on sales because it, it, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I, I, I probably should be using Etsy more as a wish list and then go find if the creator has their own website and order direct. 
Oh, did you know that on Etsy with your wish list you can create subcategories? Yeah. I didn't know that until recently. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I... cool. Jewelry planner stuff, yarn or knitting stuff. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I didn't know um, that until recently. I've, so. I've been also been spending uh, my Redbubble wish list is also, you know, because mm -hmm. that's where I find all the really cool sort of D and D stuff and mm -hmm. uh, stickers. Yeah, um, and that's also where I got my um, I I'm vaxxed and still mask because I have trust issues and y'all nasty T-shirt and hoodie. So <laughs> I mean. Oh, that that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Um, but yeah, it's. I was going to save this until the end, but it's funny, you know. You bring up the whole mm -hmm. is this available for sale. Um, we'll talk about my self-published stuff more at the end, but okay, yeah, 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 yeah. As one of the, but um, I may be releasing a planner on Amazon KDP next year, so. Nice. So I haven't fully mapped out the design yet. It's a little treat for myself once I reach where I am in the book I'm working on. It's kind of like you make it to this point, you can go work on this for a little while. Right, right. To kind of motivate me to not abandon a writing project that is not so, for a couple years so that I still this, have something to publish next year. This this also rolls on. You're working on a book. You didn't even talk about that in the things oh. you're doing. Okay, okay. Let me add a couple more hats in. I am a knit, knitting pattern designer, and I am a self published author. <laughs> I really need to own those titles more. So, but yes, I am a self published author of three books. Oh yeah, we'll we'll want links to those. Are they are they fiction? Are they genre? Are they they um, more knitting? Are they planning? <laughs> one is um, the first one is um, Bob and Lace um, Bob and Lace bookmark a modern take on an old world craft. That was my first one, and it is literally a how to. I sit there and like hold your hand through the book of this is how you make this bookmark. Blah 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 blah. And yeah, and my second one, it's um, creative nonfiction. It's called Knitting Alphabet Soup, 26 stories, 26 lessons I've learned from being a knitter and running my small craft business. Come laugh and learn along with me. <laughs> and then my third one that actually came out in July a couple months ago. That is under my pen name. That's why I wrote Ursula that question about pen names. Right, I'm, right, right, I'm right, right. Publishing on KDP. Um, I published my first children's book, and Ooh. there will be links to all of this, people. And yes, it's called the Pineapple Garden, and um, it started out as a short story with my writing group, and my writing group was like, "You need to turn this into a children's book." So. Yeah. I got with my my best friend who's an illustrator. We worked out um, costs. I, you know, mm -hmm. um, pay your artists, folks. Pay your <laughs> artists. And um, like, I did not say, "Look, you're my best friend." We just, I, I not, no. She, I said, "This is what I want." And I was perfectly honest with her too. I said, it would be a lot easier on me since I'm self-publishing if I didn't have to pay you royalties. So if you want to 
up your price a little bit to make up for that. I understand. And you know, what I paid is between us and everything, but she thought she, that was a fair price for her to ask for. I work for her. Yeah. Yeah. And I gave her a year to do it too. Mm -hmm. I told her, I'm like, Cause I, the author she had worked with in the past, like kept her on a time crunch and was like really mean to her Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I kind of, I pretty much gave her, it's like, here's the story. Here's what I'm thinking about for each little bit. But I essentially handed her creative freedom and only stopped her twice. Yeah. Said, Hey, I'm going to do this for this. I, cause, in children's books, you it's good to sh- use weather to show the passage of time. Mm-hmm. And when she said, well, I'm going to put, you know, snow falling around the pineapples. I'm like, no, 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 no. You can't do that. Yeah. You can't do that. Wrong time. Wrong climate. Right. Oh, yeah, that too. Yeah. And um, no, the time would have worked. But it just. And, um, she's like, oh, I didn't know that. And then there was one other thing. She was going to have one of the minor characters in a book reach out and like grab the, the, the leaves on a pineapple plant. I said, no, 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 no. Pineapple leaves are barbed. And if you do that, you're going to get little barbs embedded into your skin. So don't, Mm -hmm. those are the only things I, I kind of stopped her, steered her away from. But other than that, she pretty much had, and she finished Let's see, we had that conversation in July. She had July of last year, by the way. She had those yep. pictures, everything scanned and emailed to me before Thanksgiving. And it's oh, because yeah. I gave her that creative freedom. And she'd send me updates. Hey, what do you think about this? This is what mm-hmm, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm thinking of. And she looked forward to it. So I'm going to, you know, like I said, she's my best friend and we were able to have that. Okay. We're going to have the business talk right now. Right. Yeah. And then business is over. Hey, how are the girls doing? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We, we we are able to do that. And I've got a couple more children's book ideas floating around in here. And, um, once I have the money, essentially to pay. Oh yeah. If I could draw, (laughs) um, Um, I wouldn't need an illustrator, but I'm going to roll with, uh, with, I believe Ursula's advice is get an illustrator. And, um, anytime you're dealing with children's books and pitching them to a major house, don't bring your illustrator with you. They will, they have a stable of illustrators Mm -hmm. that they use. Um, I remember her saying that, yeah um if you're illustrating it yourself it's very different um but there is a reason why she had to take a very long break from children's books one because they wouldn't let her do the things she wanted to do um i would have thought that you know a uh you know retell a a retelling of dracula in the hamster princess series would have been great but that was a no 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 um Why? <laughs> Why? I, I didn't even read the Hamster Princess series. I was reading Dracula unabridged right. in elementary school, but I'm not kid. Um, yeah, but uh, but well, because you know that's that's too much. Um, they also made uh-huh. her, you know they they also made her take out the uh, the scene in um, uh, the giant book where Harriet was holding a match 
towards the giant's house going, I'll do it. I'm crazy. They're like, that is a bad, that, no, we can't put that in a children's book. Really? Um, These publishers should really go back and read like, um, Chronicles and Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. There's some dark stuff in there. There's some really dark stuff in there, but that's considered YA. Oh, it is. That's young okay, adult. That's not grade it. school. Go yeah. back, reread Peter Pan. Read. Oh um, my God! Yes. <laughs> read the Legend yeah. of Sleepy Hollow. The originals. Oh yeah. Oh my the God! The Grim fairy tales. Yeah, the original Grimm's were all um, cautionary tales. They weren't. You know, we've we've They're, Disney. They yeah, yeah. Everything that's been Disneyfied <laughs> since is yeah. Yeah. Different rant. Different okay. rant. Yeah. So yeah, you're you're writing and you're doing uh, fiber arts. Yes, knitting? I am actually. I yeah. have published. I have designed and published three knitting patterns. I'll send Kevin these links as well. They are available yep. on Ravelry. Um, and eventually, I'm working on the fourth one right now. And once all, I have ten designs in this patterned family. Once they are right. all done, they will all be put together in a book and published on Amazon as well. But um, mm -hmm. yes, I've designed a cowl, um, a baby slash toddler blanket for my son, yep. um, a scarf, and I am currently working on a triangle shawl that is Ooh. going to take me a while. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I wear many hats and finding... Mm -hmm time and little bits of time to fit in okay where can i do this where can i do that little chunks of right yeah a hundred words there i mean i know neil gaiman says you should write a thousand words a day good for you neil um you've got uh, the, yeah you've got the career that to prove it great and i'm happy for him but um yeah, I was going to say they're the the people who are full-time writers who are being paid to do it full-time have some luxuries that other people don't. I think um and I need to reach out to him cuz I haven't talked to him in a while, but I know that uh before um while his his uh late wife was working on her degree and he was working full-time, his writing time was his lunch break. Yes, right. I've heard that uh, as well, yeah. and I'm trying to sneak that in at work during my lunch break too. But I only get yeah. an hour, so I've got. Yeah, I don't even know how long how long he was getting at the time, and now that he's having to work full time again, uh -oh. which is, well, his wife passed. I mean, this is oh. she. She got. And I'm going to put a content warning in on this. Um, but yeah, no, she had um, a, a cancer and there was a lot. So, and he talks about it in the afterward of um, his latest set uh, is the last of the uh, janitors of the post apocalypse books, which was delayed because yeah, he was he had dealing to, with his wife. Yeah. Yeah. He had to, he had to take care of all of that and then deal with the after and, and all of that sort of thing, which actually I think uh, had such uh, a wonderful impact on the book in terms of the story that he ended up telling versus the story he was originally sort of going to tell as part of it. Um, 
I really want to talk to Jim. I haven't talked to Jim in forever. I haven't actually physically seen Jim in forever, but that's also because Wave Arms World. Yeah. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, um, the current fictional book mm-hmm. I'm working on, it's going to be an anthology of a bunch of culinary based short stories. And I'm very excited. I'm very much enjoying writing it when I do get to work on it. But it's going to have like six or seven stories in it. And I'm on story number three. It's going to take me a while to write. And I had, when I told myself I was going to start self publishing, when I finally got my act together in 2019, it cause I, um, I, my husband and I had talked about, um, starting a family. Um, I did get pregnant rather quickly. Um, it, it, apparently that's not usual i found i don't know to- our my first was yeah relatively quickly but i guess we had just everything had like the timing and everything was just right the second time it took like a year yeah um i without thinking i said to someone oh yeah we only tried for three months and she looked at me and said i fucking hate you because it took them five years to conceive their daughter who was their second child i'm like i'm sorry so that's when i learned that okay i should probably just keep that information to myself and just um yeah but okay, in, in all honesty, we weren't even technically trying. It mm-hmm. was just, you know. If it happened, I, it happened. The, the Well, on the first one, uh, it was, we we had a night, and it was a good night. And <laughs> uh, apparently it was a really good night. Yep. Um, yeah, the second, uh, for, for Jacob, it was much more of a, if it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, you know, it doesn't. And yeah, it was a year. Yeah. So. The, Although I, I will, I will notice that, um, yeah, uh, this is why we, I, I decided I wasn't going to ever move again and not buy a new house because the series of events was we would buy a new house, my ex-wife would get pregnant and then she would lose her job. And so after that happened with Jacob, I said, well, you really shouldn't get another job because then we'll be tempted to get a house and then you'll get pregnant and you'll lose the job. So let's not tempt fate again. Oh. Wow, Kevin. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, um once I got pregnant, I I had already been working on trying to finish up the Bob and Lace book. Yeah. And I told my husband, I said, This book is gonna be out before our son is born. Come right. hell or high water. I am not going to be trying to deal with deal with that while having a newborn. And then I got so close that I just looked at him, not close to the end of my pregnancy, but got so close to the end of 2019. I'm just right. like, screw it. Yeah, because the book wasn't even out then. So yeah, so much has happened since the last time we talked. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like I said, by the time this comes out, it's been three years, man. <laughs> it's, yeah, and it's been a, a ride. The last three years have been a ride. Oh, so, in yeah. so many ways. Um. So I said, this is coming out by before New Year's. I'm going to get right. it out there. And I look at my first book as the one I learned on. Yep. How I learned to do KDP and everything. And I ended up re- taking the original print version. All my books are available in print and ebook. Um, right. 
for accessibility reasons. I want as many people as possible to have access to them. Um, oh, yeah. I ended up taking down the original print because word of advice for anybody else who's thinking about self-publishing, get an author proof. Seriously. I wish I had done that. It would have saved me a lot of disappointment. I didn't know what I was choosing paper wise. Mm -hmm. And it ended up, the cover looked great. Covers awesome. But it was the cream paper where everything is black, white, grayscale inside. I'm like, this is not what I wanted, but I didn't get yeah. an proof. That was on me. And then pandemic happened. I had a baby. I had yep. a newborn phase. And um, you may want to put a content warning of just, I, I'm not going to go into what we talked about before we started recording, but just a right. pregnancy newborn era thing i um, already have the parenting part as a warning so, so. All right um yeah let me just add just yeah yeah um so i ended up taking it down and mm. putting it because you can't once it's set to publish there's only so much you can change about right. it without having to fully take it down and just put it back up as a brand new thing and um, is that Sergi? Yeah, that's Sergi, and he tagged me with a claw while I was picking oh, him up. So if I start bleeding, that's just yeah. Uh-huh. But okay, see that way. Yeah, you're no? my favorite cat since Tordy's no longer with us. I love Tordy. Oh, yeah. So did we, but yeah. you know, her sister is still like um, uh, Cami, aka Tiny Orange, who's not that tiny. She's almost eight. Mm-hmm. So oh my God, you know. I can't believe she's eight, almost yeah. eight. Because and then, I remember when you guys first got her. Yeah, and this this guy right here, we think he's almost ten, and uh, uh, Hobbs and Shaw, who are probably asleep somewhere, are a little over two mm-hmm. now. They they were our, our oh God yeah shepherd showing up in the kitchen going I found this little guy on dog skull and I'll find him a home and I just grabbed him and said it's this is my kitten and that was all there was mm. and then there were five more kittens so we kept Shaw Mina of course the only female went to my sister and then yep. a fan in Gastonia has um, the other two I don't know what they're named but yeah 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 but anyway so I ended up reposting the book with the proper paper full color oh, images yeah. and um now it's out there and it's great and and all that and for some yeah. reason and i keep getting in arguments with kdp about this my mm-hmm. ebook is listed as german being the primary language and it's not uh, we had a thing with um with uh uh netflix <laughs> where we went to watch rrr which is another ride, but it defaulted instead of defaulting to the English and Hindi, it defaulted to Portuguese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, the subtitles were fine, but we're like, why does this sound like they're speaking Italian when they're speaking English? And it's because for whatever reason, yeah, there's there's a couple that are just like trying to trying to auto detect language and are just like no. 
So, I mean, I've written to KDP customer service and I'm like, look, I don't know what's going on with this. It's listing my ebook as its primary language being German based on like a phrase, a single phrase that's in the book. Right. I'm like the rest of the book is in English. I don't know what this is. Please change it back. And they're like, oh, we've looked into it. We don't see a problem. Yeah. I'm it's, waiting for that negative review of this book says it's in German, but it's actually in English, but whatever. Yeah. Um, I will also add that there's a reason that Ursula does all of her stuff in eBooks and then talks to Argyle for print editions. Mm-hmm. No, the um, print editions are fine for them, like language wise mm-hmm. for the most part. But for some reason, if you, if you look up the Bob and Lace Amazon ebook page, it says the yeah. language is German, and I don't know why. But anyways. Yes, yes, Sergey, I love you. Please quit shoving your eye socket on my finger. That's disgusting. <laughs> um, uh, does it itch? All right, I'm, I'm, uh, all right, so I'm doing something. I'm, I'm itching his eye socket, which is kind of disgusting, but it makes him so happy at the end, and then he'll leave me alone. Yeah. Um, thank you there better better um no not better now he wants head scratches yeah so you get a toddler i get a sergey um yeah except mine hasn't learned to throw knives at people we yeah well yet sergey's special Mm sergey sergey's special all right um so yeah so you've got the ebooks out you've got this you're Working on a planner. Yes, three um, different setups, actually. Oh. So one that's going to be like a monthly book look, booklet, like what I have. Oh, real quick, let me jump back. I mentioned that there's a good stuff box. Yes, that yeah, is, yeah, yeah. That is co- totally a uh, throwback to um, Passion Planners, Good Things That Happen box. Mm-hmm. Um, but I call it good stuff um, in memory of... Um, one of my teachers in high school. Um, I hated math and um, I also hated geometry with a passion, but I had this geometry teacher named Mr. Carpenter. And mm-hmm. after every test, when people had turned in their tests, that there was still time afterwards, he would, um, he had this file of just like wholesome stories and stuff. And he called it the <laughs> folder. So, like, to the point where after that year, I started making my own good, good stuff folder. And I've got, like, yeah. good stuff Pinterest board and stuff. And you can use it as anything because I have seven. Mm-hmm. I have one through seven listed on it. I try to write down either a good memory of the day, a gratitude. You could use it as, excuse me, use it as a meal planner, mm. whatever you wanted it to but um that's the story behind that and yeah all this information will be in the planners once and that's awesome kevin i will send you guys you send you links if you could (laughs) oh yeah you mostly plug me um but but that's the personal setup work is totally different oh of course Work, I use like a kind of sort of bullet journal and just a cheat. Mm-hmm. Work hasn't really changed. I think I was using the composition book back in 2019, but I can't remember at this point. Yeah. Um, 
And that's just been working really well for me. I keep a running task list in there of stuff that comes up. Like I said, I work off lit. My brain likes lists. Right. So right, I've right, not right. only got the running task list. I have, where is it? I I print off our um, academic year is July to June. And I, there there's stuff I have to do every single month as part of my right. job before I even get to the other tasks. So then I have my monthly task list stuff and I just cross it off as I do it. Um, similarly to my personal planner, each week has a weekly task list of shit I need to get done. This is this coming week. And by the way, this is how yeah. on the page it goes. That's that's yeah. Yep. That's a thing. Plus on top of ask a librarian shifts and reference desk shifts. And I'm going to be out a little bit this week too. So that's going to be mm-hmm. fun trying to fit as much because my husband and I, Oh yeah. At the time that we're recording this tropical mm-hmm. storm Ian is yes. south of Cuba right now in the Caribbean and may or may not hit us come Thursday. So don't know what's going on with that. Um, and my husband and I decided to take a staycation the first week of October. So <laughs> my son is still going to, oh yeah, my son started school this year too. So he will be in school while we're at home doing crap around our property that hopefully has not been hit by a hurricane. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully it's, Ian's still a tropical storm? It's still a tropical storm right now. Yeah. He's not due to become a hurricane for another day or two. Um, yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I haven't checked NOAA in a few hours. You, you can tell the people who live in hurricane zones uh, or have lived in hurricane zones for a long time because I'm working on, okay, a tropical storm in Cuba, unless it spins out to the ocean, it's probably not going to spin and spends a day or two there. It's not going to be more than a cat one if it makes it to hurricane strength when it hits Florida. Although that still is pretty bad for Southern Florida, but by the time it gets North, it's just going to be a lot of rain probably unless it goes into the Gulf and spins up some more. And yeah, there's, that's the thing. It has slowed down and it's just gathering strength. It's kind of pulling a Katrina. Yeah. It's just, what is it going to do? We are still where I live. We are still in the cone of uncertainty. Yep. But it is possible that if it just keeps on the the center trajectory, we will just get outer bands. Um, Yeah. But my husband was telling what we're hoping because we've gone and I mean, we kind of stay stocked up, but I went and got a few more gallons of water, some more canned goods. Mm-hmm. Um, we always have plywood. He went and filled up the gas cans. There are people that are getting stupid already. Oh, I'm sure. Though there's still toilet paper in the in the grocery store this time. That's because we haven't finished up. I mean, we finally got through our reserves from March of 2020, and have you know in the last two months have started to buy toilet paper again so that it may just be that people aren't through their their Mm -hmm. reserves from the madness of april 2020 yeah yeah and um but people are already starting to get Mm -hmm. stupid and it's like guys yeah it's not even a hurricane yet 
it used to be, is it a cat three yet? And I kind yeah. of still have this attitude. You know, I've lived in Florida my whole life. I went, I was here, definitely here in 04. And, you know, we went through Irma in 17. So. Oh, man. Uh, if I, yeah, no. Uh, having lived the majority of my life in North Carolina, I'm like, yeah, no, I don't get, at least for our pre- preparedness, I I do the same thing. It's Is it a cat? Is it a cat three yet? Because a cat three is when it's bad around here. Cat one is just wet. Yeah. It, and yeah. heavy rainstorm, while that's just a major inconvenience, it will suck for this area a little bit because we have been getting the rainy season hit us late. Okay. Yeah. And um, we have a lot of, like my property doesn't, but there are a couple properties on my street where they have standing water. Our friend who owns a boat, the lakes are up and it's a chain. It's not just a closed lake. He's on the chain of lakes and um, he has to step up into his boat. He has to step up onto his floating dock. That's how high the water is. And uh, so if this thing just gathers um, rain and water and even if it just doesn't even come ashore and just sits and dumps water on us, there are going to be a lot of people. In I trouble. mean, but that was the thing with Fran in 94. Mm-hmm. Gene um, did that. In, it was either Francis yeah. or Gene did that in 04. Yeah, it, it was there. It was already really wet. And so mm-hmm. when Fran came through, um, three 400 year old trees were being knocked over because their root ball that was, you know, 10 feet, 20 feet wide didn't, it was, was, it was so wet. The ground was so soft that it could just push over these, yep. you know, these giant trees. Those grandfather um, oaks. Yeah. Yep. Uh, or in, in uh, the case of, of one, uh, there is, there was a venue, probably still a venue in Raleigh that did, um, that had, you know, two, 300 year old pecan trees. Uh Oh, and yeah, those were just like, I, we were walking through uh, at our friend's wedding, like the week after the hurricane, cause they couldn't reschedule, you know how that works. Um, and there, yeah, there are these, these, you know, these trees pushed over and the root system totally exposed to air. And also, you know, twice, three times as tall as I am. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, no, uh, it's, but then again, Fran was a cat three when it made landfall and a cat yeah. one, still a cat one by the time it got to Rome. Yeah, Irma, so, yeah. I, I don't even remember. Irma, I think mm-hmm. was a cat four or five when it landed, but we were on the north side of the storm. Oh, yeah. So at least unless Ian turns drastically, um, we will be on the east side of the storm, just getting buffeted by winds. Yeah, um, and I will never forget Ursula's first, like, living here and, and the first hurricane, and it was, uh, I think it was Sandy. Um, and she was like, do we need to do this? We, do we need to do that? Do we need to do this other thing? And I looked and I said, it's Cat 1. It's going to be very wet. And uh, it may not even, 
get to us. Um, and instead what it did was it whipped up the coast and like you could see on the map, here's the literal storm wall right here. Here's our house 10 miles away. I'm showing this to people who are like, are you okay? We understand North Carolina. I'm like, uh, yeah, we have a yeah. family in, I like, I have family in Ohio. My husband's family, um, with the exception of his parents are back in England. So when there's any storm that comes through, they, they are panicking like I remember my in-laws used to yeah. live in Louisiana for several years and some of the storms they went, they were not there uh, in Katrina. They were there after Katrina. Um, that's why my father-in-law actually went to Louisiana actually uh, work wise. Yeah. And his, my sister-in-law was sending me panicked messages. I'm like, they're fine. They're without power. Angela is not responding to your messages because she has limited cell battery right he's yeah, messaging yeah. me occasionally to let me know that they're okay and give us updates that is it oh yeah I've been through oh, yeah. these myself it's i'm not gonna sit there and bug her about are you okay doing this is like there's no point she she didn't need to be yeah. wasting cell phone life messaging me it's like are you alive are you guys okay do you have power blah 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 and she sends me a report. Okay, report back in a few hours. Yep. And then, yeah, okay, I'll forward this to the people who are freaking out. And that's um, actually what yeah. I did. It comes up in my Facebook memories. That, yeah. okay, here's the Angela and Jeff update. Blah, 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 blah. And I tagged my sister-in-law in it and some of the other family oh. members. It's like, yeah. um, the F yeah, it's it's much more concerning. Um, Sandy was concerning because the places that it ended up hitting, yes, are not prepared, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. and They're that's that's the blizzards and snow right, and... right, yeah, and yeah. I I try to always, you know, look at the storm path and say that would not be bad for us, but where is it going, uh -huh. and how does that impact them? And you know. But on the other hand, I'm sure that the first time, like, I experience an actual honest-to-God earthquake, I mean, theoretically, there have been some here, but they've been, uh, like, I didn't notice them. But, like, if I'm in California and a real earthquake happens, I'm probably going to lose my shit, so. Yeah, same. Yeah. Same. Yeah. And then Ursula has every right to laugh at me the way I laughed at her about there's a hurricane coming and don't we need to have three weeks worth of water and... Like, yeah <laughs> well and the fact that it's a tropical still a tropical storm and mm -hmm. my husband texted me on friday he's like so tomorrow yesterday now uh, is gonna yeah. be hurricane prep day i'm like really but yeah. i mean we did not have we we're the types of floridians that are like okay we should always yep. have certain amounts of stuff on hand, especially during hurricane season. That way we're not yes. going out and panic buying. That served us really well during the pandemic, too. Oh, yeah. Um, um, I'm going to make a note to, to link to some hurricane planning resources, which are actually yeah. really good for any sort of um, disaster planning, whether yes. it's the big blizzards. Um, now, I am of the age where a lot of these planning thing, emergency preparedness courses I took in middle school were not about hurricanes or tornadoes or snowstorms. They were about nuclear. 
So <laughs> I, I have a very different perspective on it, but still the basics apply uh, mm -hmm. across all of it. Um, yes. So, hey, uh, academic I planner. <laughs> I hope everybody enjoyed the, the hurricane. Yeah. I hope you got learned. I hope I hope you learned. Yeah, I, I of it. honestly, because there is there there is a lot of believe it or not, there's a lot of valuable sort of things you can learn in doing that sort of disaster preparedness, mm -hmm. not just and not just the extreme prepping for the end of the world stuff. Kevin, I'm going to make a note myself mm -hmm. to send you mm -hmm. a link for the listeners. Um I saw it. I saved it as a Pinterest image, but I, I, I think it links to the actual website. It, and I shared this with my coworkers because everyone's like, well, what if you don't have the money to do this? It's how mm -hmm. to stock up, how to build your stockpile $5 a week, five to $10 oh, yeah. during your um, uh, grocery run or Walmart run or whatever. Um, yeah. Because when I saw that, mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? Anybody can do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and it's even, you know, theoretically doable if you were on um, food stamps or. Um, yeah. 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 And everything. Because it's not paper towels and gas. Well, I mean, paper towels are on there, obviously. But um, it's like buy an extra can of chili or an extra can of soup. Yeah. You know, and for God's sake, people use if you're buying gasoline, use appropriate containers for fuck's sake. Don't use sake. plastic bags. No, don't use water bottles. No, they actually dissolve. Yeah. So, yeah. Don't use the Yeti cooler. That's too expensive. Yeah. Plus, that's a really great cooler and you don't want to ruin it with gasoline. That too. You'll never get that smell out. Mm -mm. Um, so I don't think we need to talk about <laughs> keeping yourself productive because, man, we, you are. I, you just are. I try to be. I don't know if you've ever yeah. seen the meme. I have highlighters and pens and calendars that make it seem like I know what I'm doing. Um, I think that's what it was. But, um, I mean, I just try to be productive, but at the but at the end of yeah. the day, the things that really matter are: am I taking care of myself? Am I mm -hmm. taking care of my son? Um, yes, I have a supportive, loving partner to share that responsibility with. But again, like I said, we share the responsibility. It's have we eaten mm -hmm. and all that. It's at the end of the day. Yeah. What really helped me with that. This is probably getting into advice and stuff. I don't remember the order of that's, the questions. That's fine. We'll yeah. jump around because, you know. We've done this before. This doesn't have to be an official all the questions true. thing. This yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if I mentioned it in one of my other things. I have ADHD, so I jump around a lot. Um, that's why I love Ursula's. Um, one of my favorite episodes that you podcast episodes that I listen to over and over is Ursula's diagnosis and writing process episode that came out pre-pandemic. Oh my god, yes. I love that episode. It like I think it was right on the edge of the pandemic. It was like right before like I think stuff was starting to hit the news. Yeah. And that was it. And um and internet, I don't keep meaning to bring up the pandemic to incite anxiety. It just it's a good timeline. 
thing. Yeah. yeah um, it's a, it's a marker. It's a it's a generational it thing, much, and it very much you know, is. I have I have said that you know I expect someday if I have grandchildren they'll be looking. Why does Grandpa always wear a mask when he leaves his house? You know, it's yeah. Let me tell you about the pandemic. Um, you know, yes. it's that sort of thing, and all yes. of us have some form of or or some type of uh, are going to have some type of trauma or whatever around it. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know and it it's going to be greater greater or lesser degree depending on how it impacted you but there is no way in any way shape or form that it didn't impact you in some way if you live through it it's like the depression it's like you know it's it's like it is a generational thing well and even you know real quick speaking of the depression just how like my great grandparents went through the depression and just their mindset affected my mother. Mm -hmm. My mother is not a hoarder, but she is a pack rat and my father's a minimalist. This is fun. Um, But uh, yeah, I mean, even my father, certain things that like my, my great grandmother gave my mom a $5 gold piece, like in 1970 and said, save this one day it will be worth money and you will always so you will always have money she looked it up like in 2010 and it was worth five dollars and fifty cents so she had hung on to it still yeah no um my my grandmother was uh, my father's mother had been wealthy and then wasn't Mm -hmm. oh that's gotta be such a hard change right and so yeah so for so she was very frugal. We we laughed because she at, at the end of her life, she basically had a month where she would go visit all of the different banks where she had accounts. Um, we you know, she would visit her money, basically. And, you know, she did. You know, she she had amassed some stuff and took all of the appropriate planning steps uh, so that it wasn't a giant tax burden on her children. But. Uh, you know, the impact it had on frugality and how she dealt with that as her life progressed. And, you know, which led to my father being, you know, very frugal and money conscious until he retired. Um, <laughs> um, you know, but that that's an impact that, that it had. Um, yes, growing up in the Cold War, at the height of the Cold War, definitely yeah. had an impact on me. Go, you know? Growing up, you know, okay. My in-laws are British. My husband's British by birth. Um, Mm -hmm. They're all American citizens now, naturalized citizens now. Um, I say that because as far as my husband's concerned, he's a British-born American. He's been here since he was nine. As far as he's concerned, he is American. Um, My father-in-law was born um, right at the end of World War II, rationing in Britain Mm -hmm. until 1954. And his parents still kept that mindset and I still see how it affects them today. Oh yeah. Um, So again, uh, something Kevin and I were talking about before we started recording, I have a side passion of food history, nutritional anthropology. Oh yeah. All that stuff. Um, When I'm not reading books about Montessori educational pedagogy, 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 um, yeah, <laughs> I'm reading stuff about food history and 
and all that. Um, so yeah, I'm, it's a good thing I'm a librarian. We can, I get to deep. I mean, yeah, no, that's the, you're trained to do the research. Like and real. I have access yeah. to mm -hmm. lots of institutions and all the books that they have. So yes, I have a personal book collection, but I view my profession, my work, my work library. I call it my library. And I yeah. have since before I became a librarian, it's like, what are they doing? Somebody wanted to, what are they doing in my library? I was very protective <laughs> of the collection. And as yeah, the acquisitions yeah. librarian, I am still very protective of the collection because we had a librarian in the past who wanted to get rid of things because they didn't look pretty anymore. Like original first edition by um, cop printings of Richard Feynman's lectures. His no, no, we, we don't know. The because, first editions, yeah. Because the bindings were a little ratty, and I saw them on a cart when with the previous, with my predecessor, this was like years and years ago, back when I was still a lowly OPS worker, student worker, um, at the young age of like probably 18, 19, or 20. And I'm like, why are these on the withdrawal cart? And all I got was, well, this person says they needed to go. I'm like, yeah, but... And I yeah. asked my predecessor, I said, I'm like, have you looked at them yet? She's like, and she was already training me to take over. Like I've right, been, right. I was in training for this position for like 10 years. Um, she's like, why do you think they should stay? And I'm like, well, they're the, it's three volume lecture series by Richard Feynman. Who's the father of modern physics. Are we going to replace them? Because <laughs> yeah, know, print or something because this is important stuff. And she just smiled and she said, and now they're going back on the shelf. Mm -hmm. We um we have something from the American Library Association, another kind of random tangent, um, called the Library Bill of Rights. And one of the things on there is that no book shall be censored due to um, its political affiliation. Let's just say that um, they're not everybody in the library votes for the same party. And, yeah. and when um, George W. Bush's biography was coming out, um, his memoir on during his pregnant mm -hmm. pregnancy presidency. Haha. <laughs> um, we had one staff member that was like, we are not spending money on that and blah, 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 blah. And once again, my predecessor looked at me and said, okay, future acquisitions librarian, should we purchase this? And I said, yes. And yeah, myself and this um, staff, other staff member, we're on opposite sides politically. Um, and she's like, you're just saying that because um, I said, no, per the Library Bill of Rights. And I recited it. And now that I can't recite it properly, I need to go study it again. Um, <laughs> but and I also said, I said, think about everything that happened during Bush's presidency, regardless of whether or not what you think of him. We had a national. Oh, yeah, we you know, 9-11, the beginning of the war on terror, all this mm -hmm. stuff. 
we need it for his for the historical part of it, if nothing else. Yeah. And sh- and my predecessor looked at me, smiled again, said, "Exactly right." Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact she uh, <laughs> she and I were not on the same page politically politically either. So yeah, yeah but and I mean. That's there. There is that is why part of the you know why it will be important. And I am not a fan. I believe it is probably obvious. I am not a fan, but uh, that that you know, if the ghost-written memoirs of forty-five are released, mm-hmm. that they should be stocked. They should. You know. Yeah. You know. Um, even, although they may have to be classified as fiction. Sorry, um, not a fan. I I get that. Yeah, um, but uh, uh, yeah. So, but still, there's historical importance there. There is when you just look at you know what happened during president during presidential terms, whether or not you agree mm-hmm. with the policies and everything. Just yeah, what those men have to um <laughs> had to deal with is in oh, yeah. the history of our nation and the history of the world. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um hold on. Content <laughs> warning. Politics. Yep. Politics. Uh, we tried to keep it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. Um all right. I need to take a brief break. Okay. Because I you know, uh, uh, I need, I have nutritional requirements that are suddenly making themselves known. So gotcha. I'm going to pause. Yep. And, right. uh, folks will be, you're not going to get a musical interlude. It's just going to be like nothing happened. All right. I'm going to see we're back and y'all didn't even notice. Exactly. So, yeah. Uh, all right. So we've been through all kinds of things. We have. Um, <laughs> yeah. Pick a spot. Um, we'll talk about it. So, so yeah, why don't we, we roll into, um, your, has your day changed? I know your job has changed because of physical limitations up until probably more recently. Um, and having a, a, a small child around changes your routine in ways that no one, you know, everyone thinks, oh, I'll be able to do that. No. No, I, I took for granted yeah. how much free time I had to like do yoga and meditate and like go for walks. <laughs> oh, yeah, I want to go back in time and just like smack myself. And I will say this: um, it took um, two years before I even ha- brought up having a child to my husband, and that was because, uh-huh. again, at the time of recording, it's September twenty fifth. On September right. 30th, my husband and I will celebrate nine years married, 17 years together. Right on. Yeah. yeah. Um, we always said uh, we were definitely maybe on kids and um, we'd start with one, see where it goes. We are one and done and <laughs> the internet needs to know. And, um, but I knew personally mm-hmm that I needed to be really sure about um, having oh, a baby yeah. because, well, A, I'm the one that's going to carry it and, and all that. But I, it helped me re really evaluate what I was doing with my spare time and help mm-hmm. narrow down. And that's why I've 
published three books since my son's been born. I've designed and published three knitting patterns. I tell my friend who is a traditionally published author and she's looking into becoming hybrid because she's going to go through Ingram spark possibly. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, she's like, I don't know how you do it. And I said, I have to, I had to become more focused and that's all I can tell you. And I'm sorry if that doesn't help, but yeah, when you are going to make a big life change like that, you really need mm-hmm. to think about how it's going to affect everything. And, um, but like I said, yeah, get my son started school earlier this year, which was a whole new routine change in and of itself. But um, oh, yeah. for that, we were very lucky. Um, both grandmothers are retired and live locally. So they would alternate caregiving days while I was at work. And depending on who had him, they either came to the house or I took him there and Mm -hmm. up or just came home, you know, whatever. Now it's um, getting him ready for the day is um, my husband ready. I pack lunches. I take him to school and he's finally starting to adjust and drop off. I, Kevin, I don't know if you ever did drop offs with you. Oh my God. With your, with your children, like when they were little or if you're, you're, Oh yeah. Um, but it's heart tearing and all that. Um, but everything's going good now. He, He's mm-hmm. been sick the last few days, you know, new, new environment, new germs. Yay. Ear oh infection. my God. Um, but I asked him today, I said, Col- Colton, do you want to go back to school tomorrow? And he said, yes. Cause, mm-hmm. um, I said, okay, well, we'll see how you're feeling in the morning. I mean, cause once he wakes up, he's fine. Now, right. he's been on meds for a few days, but, you know, he may just need another day. We'll see. Um, but, yeah, routine is definitely, definitely changed, especially on the weekends. The weekends is where I see the most routine change because right. it's no longer what do we feel like doing. It's, no, we have things that we have a very limited amount of time to get done. Mm-hmm. Get that stuff done. As well as, you know, wow, that was loud. Sorry, I just heard really loud, like somebody was standing on their brakes going down the road. I'm like, oof. Yeah. Um, um, So, yeah. So think weekend chores that have to be done. Toddler. Yup. Uh huh. So, um, so yeah, um, house routine just changes and adjusts as needed. We change and adjust our own personal routines as needed. Work, it's just like I said, I work off lists. I think we should make a drinking game of how many times in this episode I say I work off lists and lists. <laughs> And I just get to work and it's, am I on Ask a Librarian right now? Do I need to be on the reference desk? Um, what is on this list that needs to get done this week that I, is more feasible to get done right now versus on the reference? Because there is some stuff that's 
better for me to do when I'm in my office versus when I have to be stuck at the desk. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, everything usually goes okay until something catches on fire. Like, yeah, no one could get into the databases a couple weeks ago. And it was like full ahead, stop halt. Nothing else is getting done until we get to the bottom of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it turns out our student server needed to be reset. And, but trying to convince it of that takes a little doing. Yeah. 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 Apparently it's not that hard to reset. The no, server, but yeah. it's, but it's time consuming and you have to babysit it. They need and you to don't want to, they need to just do it on a weekly basis to keep this from happening. But <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm not going to, Oh, Oh, one of those. I'm not going to yeah. start ranting about my IT department. Cause when I post this, interview once it goes live i am friends with a member of the, well no he's now a former member of the it department um but i'm just as, not gonna do it as as someone who manages servers right this is what i do for you know a kind of do for a living well used to do for a living now i manage i mean i still manage but i manage quantity not mm-hmm. service of mm-hmm. um yay capacity management mm-hmm. um but you know, yes, I am constantly frustrated by this is a thing that has to be reset weekly or monthly because otherwise it craps your pants. That always gets to me because that's a design flaw or, you know, or maybe you can reduce the occurrence by increasing the the, the size of the server or computer it's running on, but that's, you know, that's just pushing the problem down the road and you know yes and no and no one wants to be the person who has to sit there and okay i'm the one i'm running the thing and if it goes wrong or something goes wrong now i'm on hook for the next whatever to repair it no one wants to do that and no one wants to have to reset things on the regular but yeah it happens yeah especially since um the financial system thing we Mm -hmm. have at the college it's MS DOS based, like black keys, oh, FT, yeah. no mouse. I swear to God, at this point, it's been MacGyvered together with paper clips and chewing gum. We're not yep. entirely sure how much longer this thing's going to be able to last. That is actually the biggest part of the issue. Not just the stu- the, stu- the student server is impacted by that, and it's just right. like, yeah, um, yeah, um, and. Oh yeah, no. The the number of things I've seen that are held together by the sheer force of will of an IT department because the people who own it refuse to change. Mm-hmm. Like you know, yeah, like yeah. Financial systems are like that. That is a big fucking overhaul. Yeah, I understand how big an overhaul it is and why you don't want to change, and it's expensive. But at some point, you're going to have to do it because otherwise everything else is going to stop. And the worst possible thing you can do is, you know, have your financial system break because you didn't do a thing and now all of it's gone. 
that is a, a real risk. I think we're walking that tightrope right now, if yep. I'm completely yep. honest. I've been at the college <laughs> for 16 years. And for, yeah. um, like I said, since I was a lowly baby student worker when I was 18. And um, I heard then, oh, well, Genesis is going away. We're getting something new. And then some of the other people that had been there for what I, how I refer to them as the old guard. There you go. Yes. We've been hearing this for 20 years. Yeah. And, <laughs> and of course, because colleges, I can't remember if you're public or private, you're public, public. which means you're government funded. Mm-hmm. But which I think means... we're also the last institution, the public institution in Florida to that still uses this system. Yeah. And which means that getting funding is a whole other ball game. That's not my department. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not my So, yeah. Yeah, and but I mean that's always the problem. I mean, I I when I was doing government work, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, there is there is a whole not my department, but definitely impacts me on the mm-hmm. budget cycles and what's being allocated where oh yeah and then the, the trade-offs over well if we want to spend that money there we have to cut other places in the budget and once you cut something in the budget you have to fight like hell to get it back because mm-hmm. this year's budget is always based on last year's budget and any place there's a cut it's almost impossible to get that money back because mm-hmm. now that because that changes everything. Yeah, no, it's a mess. Oh, it's a terrible, yeah. terrible mess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Doesn't help yeah, that our uh, business office uh, has like three full time employees right now trying to run everything. So swing back and add okay. uh, government Rant. financials. Yeah. Oh, I, I have, um, I, I just have rants as just an entire content warning unto itself. And I filled up my little content warning box. So I'm going to have to start another one on a different page at this rate, which is probably good because I'm having to flip back five pages to get to the, um, to get to the first page where I keep that box. Maybe I'll be, if I'm on here enough, I'll eventually get the cover content warning of it's Corey. Like you do with Dino. (laughs) By the way, Love yeah. all those episodes. Those are I, I have them all still downloaded. Figured out though, and don't take this the wrong way. One of the things yeah. that is nice and peaceful for me to listen to at night again is the er, the letters episodes, which mm-hmm. when it's just you and Ursula, because it's okay. This is people I know, voices I I cannot listen to you and Dino if I'm trying to go to sleep. Well, no, because we're all over the place. Well, no, and we're so that, excited. But, oh my. I love Dino. If Dino yeah. listens to this episode, I love you, Dino. I love your YouTube channel too, by the way. Like, how did I miss that Dino had a YouTube channel? Um, link to D- Dino's YouTube channel on my. Channel. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, like, but it's just like I can't listen to, um, to these episodes if I'm trying to calm down, go to sleep, and and all that, and because uh, when circle back when my husband and I were in Italy, I, I chose some episodes of KUEC. Oh Lord. Um, whatever episodes Natalie was on, we couldn't listen to them because her laugh would just wake my husband up. 
Oh wow! So I would have to. Uh, yeah. We'd have to. It's like I don't think Natalie's on this one. We'll find out. So nothing I'm, I'm actually. Natalie. It's just. Um, yeah. Then I'll I'll warn you. I'm trying to schedule uh, a catch up episode with Natalie on nice. this show. Oh, that's um, fine. He doesn't really listen to Productivity Alchemy. I I made him listen to the holiday cooking episode when we were on our way to friends' houses because it just fit the the oh, yeah, drive yeah, yeah. time. And he's sitting there wa- driving, laughing his ass off. And I said, this is Dino. This is the yeah. guy who called me out in the comments because I mentioned a curry recipe and didn't share it. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, yeah, um, it's been several months since we talked. So I will probably be talking to Dino just in general uh, and maybe not recording it, or yeah. there's been talk of we should just do like a a, a separate show of Dino and Kevin talk. I shit. would so subscribe to yeah. that and listen to it every week or every month, yeah. however often you guys did stuff. And yeah, and the one that, by the way, that people find the most soothing, probably because of the voices, is Hidden Almanac. I have it. I have the podcast on my i use a my app is podcast addict because i have an android i have it i just haven't downloaded them yet um but tell me this is there an intro and outro to it or does it just start and stop with the story um it no it, it has an intro and outro because it was designed as a all right the story behind hidden almanac uh for those of you who didn't know about it this is this is what happened. Is Night Vale came out, and everybody was like, "Yeah," uh, and everybody was like, "Oh, you need to listen to Night Vale. You need to listen to Night Vale. You're big Prairie Home Companion fans." This was before we found out Garrison Keillor was a trash human being, um, and uh, and um, you know, and and you will just love Night Vale. And we liked Night Vale, but it didn't have quite the same vibe. Right, mm-hmm. and I mean, yeah, we've listened to a lot of Night Vale. We're several years behind now, and that's fine. Um, the, but we laughed about it. And we said that if you're going to do a, you know, sort of a, a a a parody or whatever of a Garrison Keillor podcast, it should be Writer's Almanac which was a podcast which was it was like five minutes long and it would do a this day in literary history and it would you know read a poem and it was like five minutes long and that was it and so if we're going to do that let's you know let's just do something silly in an alternate universe and so she started writing and I recorded an episode as Reverend Mord, and it took a little while to get the Reverend Mord voice right. You can you can hear the progression through the early episodes, um, but the idea was that we're just going to do a simple thing with this day in an alternate reality, a little little bits of history, and then um, what was going on in the garden, okay. and and then you know the saint the the feast day the saint's feast day that day. Mm-hmm. And the history of that saint. That's all of Ursula's Catholicism coming out. Um, and then after some episodes, plot started to creep in. <laughs> but 
it actually works more of a meta plot. Okay. And so you don't have to... Like, there are blocks where, yes, this episode definitely follows last episode, follows last episode. And, um, but overall, it's not one that you have to listen to completely in order to get the whole storyline. All right, because Claire, Um, actually, when she first told me about Productivity Alchemy, when you, like, you were only a few episodes in, because she kept asking me, have you gotten to Strong Independent Chicken yet? I said, no. She's like... Let me know when you do. Yes. Um, yeah. But she's well, also I, like, you need to listen to the Hidden Almanac. I'm like, okay. So I just added it and just yeah. use my um, husband's turn of phrase. Ain't haven't got one of them round to it yet. Yeah. The the nice thing, <clears throat> although some fans disagree, in my my opinion, one of the nice things about Hidden Almanac is that when we ended it, mm-hmm. we wrapped the story. Yeah. Like it isn't just it ends here because this is where we ended. It's no, we shit. I do this to myself every time thinking about it. We wrapped the story and we wrapped it really well. And you can hear the points in my delivery where I was actively crying while I was delivering my lines because it's those last 10 episodes are. The last five episodes are intense, and they mm. they took a lot out of me. Okay, um, but I am I am so pleased with how it came out. All right, so pleased. Um, like if nothing else, um, you know, if 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 this show flops miserably in another year, yeah, okay, I'm really happy with what I did. If Hidden Almanac, I think had flopped or if hidden almanac wasn't still so loved i i would have been probably devastated mm-hmm. but you know we still have people asking you know about it or when i do a reverend mord voice on on this one just as uh-huh. a random thing people yeah. people get so excited and yeah. uh, um you know someday we'll go back to that universe maybe not in the three times a week for five minutes because that's a that lot of work. That seemed like it was a lot between yeah, um, your work schedule, Ursula's writing schedule, and everything else you guys had going on. Yeah, and uh, it was it was a lot of work. And I think I look back and I'm really happy I did it. I don't think I'll do it again. I think it, it's the same way Ursula feels about doing a webcomic. Like, yes, <laughs> Ursula's made her it, feelings known about doing a webcomic. Yeah, like... Digger was so worth the effort, and obviously the rewards are still paying dividends now. Mm-hmm. But you know, three times a week is intense. Yeah. And I, I when I when we started it, I had I didn't realize how intense it was going to get until we were getting towards the end, and it's like we have to wrap this up just because I'm tired. Mm-hmm. So tired. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and so. I understand that you guys, for health reasons, you guys have stopped KUEC, but it would be nice just to get an official finish to that. I, I yeah, it, it, team. It, it's guys no, no. Your favorite takeout and go, this is the end. We're not eating cheap. We're not eating crap. Yeah, well, yeah, because, um, but yeah, no, the, the health impact in the, we were originally, we would record it on Sunday and post it on Sunday, and that would be fine. And then it was, 
we'd record it on Sunday, and then we'd feel like shit on Monday. So we started recording on Saturday so that we could <laughs> recover on Sunday when it posted. And by the end there, it was like, yeah, we have to record on Friday. Oh, wow. Because it's going to take us, like, the post-production was nothing. I it is That was the laziest post-production of all the shows. Um, but it would take us until Sunday. Like, if I was going to be at work on Monday, it would take those two days to recover and dear god we will not talk about what it actually did to my health yeah um, i remember yeah. some of the stuff you guys were eating even if it was one of those all right they just said that was the most horrible thing they put in their mouth please dear god tell me they're throwing it in the trash now i'm not finishing it and then kevin why are you still eating that <laughs> kevin, i'm gonna come over and take that from you uh, yeah. There were things that were, it's just like, yes, I realize this is like destroying my body, but my God, does it taste good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right. I will link, by the way, for those of you who don't know, I will link Kevin and Ursley cheap. I will link the hidden almanac. The You can, by the way, download all of the hidden almanac in a giant zip file or in individual yearly zip files so that you don't have to rely on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or whoever having them all in there. Mm -hmm. uh, somebody's like, can you update things so that it shows up in all of the old episodes show up in the Google Podcast app? And I'm like, I have no fucking idea how to do that. Um, that's not That's out of your hands. That's Google. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Like uh, all the episodes uh, of, on my podcast app, I don't, I could only go back to episode 100 of KUEC. So I don't even yeah, have and, the first 99 episodes of KUEC. That's all right. You're not missing much. They were hilarious, though. Ursula's the, the, rants were... Oh, yeah. That is the actual one. That is the podcast internet where the explicit tag is legit. Because you... <laughs> come out of Ursula's mouth. Sea not mine, for that matter. Sea urchins. Oh, God, the sea urchins. Yeah. Um... Yeah, there there was some there was some the the now I want enough alcohol and, and we're just I'm gonna and, have I to mean, go back and restart what I have of KUEC and just keep all my favorite episodes of that now. There they they should all still be on Libsyn. Libsyn. I mean that's the thing. Yeah, that's that's where it's actually hosted. You use your pod. You should theoretically be able instead of using the default link, but Libsyn should allow you to go all the way back to, I think, number three. I think one and two were lost. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't even find those sound files anymore. Um, but uh, Libsyn, you should be able to go all the way back. Hmm. Um, and just if the podcast app isn't keeping, isn't letting you do it, you should be able to just go on Libsyn itself and download them individually. Unless they've done some archival fuckery. And, yeah, it uh, looks like only what's up on um, my app is 109 episodes. So yeah, they've um, they've taken off. Um, they might have archived. Yeah, they might have archived it. So yeah, episodes one or one through 203, I don't have anymore. But that's okay. I will try the Libsyn. Yeah, kuec.libsyn.com is the direct link. It's like hiddenalmanac.com is the direct link for the Hidden Almanac. I, 
How do you spell Libsyn? Uh, L-I-B-S-Y-N. Okay. As a matter of fact, that's the service I use for hosting. Like, you see the WordPress site for ProductivityAlchemy.com. Mm-hmm. The podcasts themselves are actually served off of Libsyn. Okay. Because I was one of the listeners that would regularly, when the sponsorship hits on it, I would be able to recite them with you guys. Yeah. Um, but Libsyn is where they are designed around we host podcasts. Mm-hmm. And so I like WordPress is the front end around because their UI is not great. But man, when I push publish, like when I push publish, it does all the things to go to all the services and I don't have to configure any of that, mm-hmm. which is why I use them and why I pay the money. Yes. Um, <laughs> but the, the, you know, um, and then it's up to the individual, whatever, to respect that. Uh, okay. But, uh, you know, cause I only pay for so many to be like hot and live and stored in the, fresh storage as it were because i can't afford to do like yes i need to store eight billion gigs of data for ever okay (laughs) you know but they 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 should be available they should be downloadable they're just you know it just may not be on the default feed okay cool yeah oh that'll be fun um oh yeah and but a hidden almanac because that one's actually hosted Hidden Almanac is not hosted on Libsyn. It's actually hosted on the physical server. That one, I was able to just grab all the episodes, put them in a big zip file and say, here's the complete thing. Just mm-hmm. You can download this and just start at the earliest episode and work your way through. Yeah, that's... Um, file by file. That'll yeah. that'll be great because, because they're so short. Uh, mm-hmm. The app I use also has free audiobooks for books that are in the public domain. And their version of Pride and Prejudice was like that. And I just got really annoyed with every five minutes having to click through to the next episode, the next yeah. one, the next episode. Yeah. But I mean, that's the other thing is you can download the giant zip file and then say, yes, put this into my music player of choice. Mm-hmm. And then there's your playlist yeah. instead of, you know, an app. Um, just don't push shuffle. It might get confusing with shuffle. <laughs> yeah yeah but they all they all start with the same intro music they all say what the date is they all end with the same outro um that's hidden almanac kuec was you know we just sit down and we start recording and when we're done we're done yeah it was great there were nights it was like i was sitting at the kitchen table with you Okay. You're one of the few people who's like, yeah, open invitation. You want to come visit the the chickens, you know, cool. uh, maybe when your kid's a little older, because we are yeah. no longer. Yeah. But. Well, uh, he knows how to be around chickens, too. My parents have chickens and his school. Well, has chickens I. Too, but I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah. No, that this house is no longer child safe. <laughs> Depending on what room you're in, my house is not child safe. <laughs> Uh, no, that's, yeah, no, that, that is fair. And yep. baby gates happen, but we, Oh, baby gates yeah. do happen. And that's probably one gate we will never take down. Um, we had a, it's our bar area and my, oh, yeah. my husband's, um, work 
uh, inside workbench for other stuff um, is in what was what is an enclosed lanai, and it had an okay. exterior door, so it has a big double door door frame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, we have a gate across that, and it just fits the motif so well. It's when that got put in, I said to him, like, I don't think we were ever going to take that down. It's actually a nice little break. The rest of the gates in the house, those will eventually come down and everything. But that one just fits. I I did put, we have two that we put back up. Mm -hmm. Um, One is to keep the dog out of the cat food area. Fair. And the other is to keep the dog out of my office when I have baby chickens. Yes, that is important. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which is, you know, kind of hysterical because the only reason there's a gate and I don't just close all the doors is because otherwise someone, he Uh, says, looking at Sergei asleep behind him, will bang on the door until I let him in. Yep. So. (laughs) Yep. um, I can't... I'm trying to think of, of what else have, have, have has what uh, advice wise. I'm sure there is advice that you would give now that is new and what advice you got, have gotten that was actually valuable since. Um, this goes for, um, cause it's usually new mommies that, um, uh, so this is new mm-hmm. mommy specific pregnant, um, pregnancy specific. Get off the damn apps. Um, <laughs> like literally, I had the what to expect app. I used it throughout my pregnancy. Once my son was born, tra- looking at milestones, what we should be expecting. And right about his fourth month, I was like having a lot of anxiety over stuff. And my husband was like, you just need to stop looking at that damn app because there because i was in the forum you can join a forum for when your due date is and there were people in there that were like oh my baby's three weeks old and sleeps through the night it's like shut up Um, oh yeah blah 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 blah. what honestly got me to stop and maybe it's because i'm one and done and all that and if you know if people are feeling feel the opposite of me you know you do you but when I read stuff about, or I was reading stuff about, um, before they had been medically cleared to resume sexual activity because mm-hmm. and everything, they were already doing that, and they were like, "Oh," or, or they like have a three, four, five month old, and they're going, "Oh, I'm already pregnant again, yay!" And I'm like, "What in the ever loving fuck is wrong with you?" Um. <sighs> Your yeah. body has not it science. I think it's been scientifically proven. It takes the female body um, eighteen months to heal properly. Eighteen months to two years physically heal mentally and emotionally. You may never heal. Yeah, I'm twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm twenty seven months in. I ain't completely healed. Um, I yeah. don't know if I said I'd- it when we were recording, but I did um, tell Kevin it's. I did have postpartum depression. So yeah. yeah. And so did my, my, my ex-wife had it twice yeah. with each kid, once with each kid. And yeah, no, it takes, what is it? It's, I think at the time, yeah, 18 months to two years for your body's chemistry 
and everything to rebalance and reach a point where it is and I'm not I'm going to say back to normal even though normal may be something new yes. and yeah and return the, to stasis stasis yeah, sounds yeah better. because everything everything is hormonally out of whack when you're when you're pregnant and then after you're pregnant your body's like oh crap uh yeah and it, it has to recalibrate yes um uh, Oh, and that comment about what the fuck is wrong with them. Those are, to me, I understand unintentional pre- pregnancies happen. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. My best friend, uh, that happened to her when her firstborn was six months old. She ended up getting pregnant again with her second, completely unintentionally. Yeah. They weren't plan- They were planning on having a second child, but not that quickly. These were women right. that were actively trying to get pregnant with a three-month-old. I'm like, because they wanted their kids very close in age. I'm like why maybe and maybe and, because i was barely surviving i felt like i was barely surviving but and we 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 won't even talk about the people whose religions oh no we're just no we're just gonna skip yeah. over that so yeah. back because i could spend a half hour ranting on that too but yeah so yeah. one of the more positive things is that i've learned mm-hmm. um and I think I said this in my last one and I've just carried it over. It's really give yourself grace, you know, oh, yeah. at the end of the day, if you've met all of your, or as many mental, emotional, physical needs as you have, you know, to the best of your ability, mm-hmm. if your children and your partner are seemingly happy, you know, without any outlying reasons, you know, you know, you guys know yeah. what I'm talking about. It's okay if something slides or if you didn't get yeah. to work on a passion project. And um, and it kind of goes along with some, when I would freak out about something, my dad would look at me and say, Corey, is this going to matter in five years? Is anybody going to die from this yeah. decision? You know, real like is someone and he would just ask me a certain set of questions. And if I said no to all of them, he's like, then you really don't need to worry about it. Yes, it seems big right now. And I know it probably sounds trivial to some people for me to say that. But um, I grew up with an anxious parent and I don't want mm-hmm. it that way for my child. Yeah. And so I have, so I am trying to do my best so that he doesn't see that in me. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of stuff that I do have to let go. Yeah. Of that three years ago, three and a half years ago. Oh, this would have been a really big deal. But, um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's interesting how those priorities change. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Uh, and there, there is a, uh, I mean, and I'm a big proponent of the, uh, especially in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it rolls over to so many places where people are freaking out because of something and you have to stop them and say, honestly, is this a life or death thing? Is this, you know, what truly, what is the worst that can happen? And I understand you're anxious, but let's dial it back a bit 
um, because you know you're this isn't an EMT, this isn't a hospital, this isn't an emergency room. You know, literally, you know, it's you level set here, level set. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I realize there are people who are never going to listen to that. Nope. Um, and there are people who, you know, are, uh, I don't know how to phrase this, but are, are junkies for that sort of thing. Um, especially in IT, I used to be that guy. Mm-hmm. The, I have to be the hero. I have to, you know, every every little thing is an emergency, and I have to be the hero to solve mm-hmm. it. And it, it's it's just not healthy. Yeah, right. It's not. And you know, uh, it took me many years to learn the value of um, how did I how did I call it? Uh, uh, running things like your Scotty versus running things like your Jordy LaForge. You know. <sighs> Yeah. Scotty, everything is just, oh, I don't think we can do it. I'm going to pull th- something out of my ass to make it work. And look at me, I'm the big hero and the miracle worker versus the everything is running smoothly and within tolerances. And uh, mm-hmm. okay, we can adjust a little bit. Yeah. You know, it's it's, it's that kind of mindset. Yeah. You know? um, there are true emergencies and there are yes. times when it's important. Um, but you have to you have to let things go because there are some things that there are many things that aren't and you'll just make yourself crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean that in the pejorative sense. I mean, you will literally ruin your mind and your body, mm-hmm. you know, um, if you don't let things go. Yes. Orange cat. Hello. Oh, yay! I get what? tiny orange and Sergi. I'm so lucky. <laughs> She's not that tiny. I know she's not that tiny. Yeah. Oh, I think oh. I think our last one, I think Smokey was still alive. And I got to yeah. Smokey, so Yeah. We're just gonna come up and we're gonna we're going to sharpen our claws on, on my jacket. Okay. You do you, sweetie. There you go. Um <laughs> I think she's are you trying to decide where to trying to decide where do you want up on the cat bed there you go have the have the high cat bed by the spider and a really nice piece of art that my tattoo artist made <laughs> that cost me a pretty penny so don't use your claws on that <laughs> fine art is expensive people yes it is yes it is support it's, artists yeah. please um yeah, and uh, just to loop back, by the way, the mommy-specific thing about getting off the damn app. Also, put down the damn book. That too. Um, um, I will say this: I was given a copy of What to Expect the First Year, and I honestly don't know if it was the fact I had a newborn and trying to hold a newborn and this big thick book was just not feasible. But I actually ended up reselling it like before my son was a month old. Cause yeah, I, like, I can I can see that yeah, and I did buy the ebook edition of it, and I don't think I think I hardly looked at it just because. Well, I mean, one you had the app. Yeah, well, the, you know. that's true. 
But yeah, when my son was five months old, I find when those types of posts that I was talking about came in. Yeah, yeah. I finally was just like, I don't have anything in common with the people on this forum anymore. Like I can yeah. still go into it and look at the milestone stuff. And I, there have been mm-hmm. occasions where I've looked stuff up like teething, um, yeah, bedtime yeah. routines, but I don't go into like, I left the forum. I still use the app occasionally, mm-hmm. but I left that forum for my own mindset, for my own mental health uh, yeah, and, and all that. Yeah. And I guess don't get off, get off the damn app is, you know, it works for social media apps as well. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So. Um, yeah. One of the reasons, uh, we stopped paying attention to the books is, um, one, yeah, you would make yourself anxious. They're like, they should be doing X or they should be doing Y. And you're like, they're not, or they were doing that months ago. And you know, and it, yeah. there, it, it doesn't say in big letters, this is average and your child might not fit or, this exactly you know what really helped me for that and for mm-hmm. anybody listening to this and they're like oh my god she's talking about her kid again guys i'm sorry um i when my son was um several weeks old and i was home with him like what do i do with this kid all day my husband i was very lucky my husband had three weeks off for um parental leave and oh nice uh, yeah. yes i i was very grateful, but I did cry the f- days leading up to when he was going back to work. Um, cause oh, yeah. I was terrified of being alone with my child. Um, not that I thought I would hurt him or anything, but I, I just felt very overwhelmed. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I found this, I mentioned Montessori earlier in the interview. I started yeah. learning everything I could about Montessori philosophy and pedagogy. Mm-hmm. And that really helped a lot of my anxiety when she said, look, every child is different there. Yes, there are milestones, but there are, um, but your child is going to develop in their own time. You can't rush stuff because rushing stuff is going to upset them. It's going to make you anxious. And honestly, it's, um, you're, and you're already anxious enough, dear God. I um, know I do have an anxiety disorder. It's one of my com- yeah. comor- comorbidities of um, ADHD. I'm also possibly yeah. autistic, but I haven't been like diagnosed or anything. I just yeah. fit. Well, I think I'm Asperger's, but I fit the female criteria. I just haven't gotten tested, not myself tested. Yeah. The the and <clears throat> I mean like yeah like Raymond did not sleep through the night until. He was over a year old. Yeah, like we have fits yeah. and spurts with Colton, honestly. Um, the biggest change for him, like literally yesterday, we switched him to the toddler bed. And um, because mm-hmm. he's also been sick, his sleep's been off. So we've got some we've got some adjustments, you know. Yeah. And but we know that. We also yeah. know that at some point, even if he doesn't sleep completely through the night, he'll be old enough to take care of his own needs yep. and he won't wake us up. It's okay. Yeah. It's- that, that, and that may have, that may actually have been what had happened. I do. I may have told this story on the podcast before, but there was a point because what would happen is um, we would alternate nights on whose turn it was to get up mm-hmm. Um and my ex-wife was so tired that it was my night 
And so she shoved me out of bed. And I'm like, okay. And I go do what needs to be done. And the next night she was so tired. It was her night. She shoved me out of bed. I didn't notice. I went and did what was, you know, supposed to, did what needed to be done. Went back to sleep. The third night, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, wait a minute. This is, yeah. And so it was, but I mean, you get that tired. Like, oh, yeah. You know, and you just need that break. And she was, how was it? I, she had the daytime shift because she was working second shift. She was working like noon to 8 p.m. or something. And I was working in a uh, computer lab. So I was like, eight to four and so like she would have him in the morning and i would have him in the evening and you know uh, it, but even then it was exhausting for both of us yeah um one yeah. of the best pieces of advice we got from a friend of mine before our son was born was shift sleep learn to shift sleep and we did yep we did in the first couple of um we started that once my husband went back to work we yeah. started that until I went back to work and then it was, we figured out something completely different. Um, and that ended up working for us too. Um, but yeah, that I may need great. to do that now because the, the cats and the dogs want to get me up at 4am and then, you know, and it's like, it's slowly sinking in. It's like having small children in the house again. Uh huh. So yeah, I got to, you know, I, I need to maybe to bed. look at Doesn't that. she, doesn't she go to bed like two, three o'clock in the morning? Yeah. She goes to bed at like two or three. Um, but then I get up at eight. Yeah. Um, and someone, oh wait, I'm looking at the wrong cat. Um, someone wants food and attention between four and 6 AM and the dog wants to be fed at five in the morning. And, uh, you know, so there are mornings where by the time I've dealt with all of them, I have an hour until I have to that, get up to get ready for work. My husband's yeah. like that. It, we know that if our son rouses in, in, after a certain period of time, he's just like, it's not worth trying to go back to sleep. He just stays up. Yeah. And I mean, it's it, at least it's with, with a small child. I will say that they, there are soothing things you can do. Mm -hmm. Whereas with a cat who understands exactly which shelf to get on that you literally have to get out of bed and climb to get him out. And then if he's making a banging noise there, someone physically has to go get him. Mm -hmm. Sergey, you're an asshole. Do you know that? <laughs> Except you're so sweet when you're sleeping and every night at bedtime, he, he, he gets a little jerky, but that's because he wants me to come in bed and spoon him. And so, yeah. Um, but yeah, there there is a difference in that you can possibly deal with yeah. cats run away and will continue to make. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I should probably look at shift sleeping or a split sleep schedule because that yeah. may actually serve me better. Um, right? Um, has how you deal with failure changed? Um. Based on what I've um, said in the advice of, you know, giving myself grace, it's, mm -hmm. you know, we all have good intentions of not failing. But right. um, like over the summer, I, it was when my son got sick and this was, you know, before school started. So um, 
he got sick or he got a really bad cold and then decided to share it with me and my husband. It didn't oh, hit yeah. me that it didn't hit me that hard. It hit him, my husband harder. But it happened to hit at just a point where in failure on my part, I have I have a work Google calendar, work calendars through Outlook, but I duplicate everything on Google so I can see it on my right, phone right, right. because I am not giving my IT department access to my phone. Yeah, no, that's Whereas fair. if you put if we put our work outlook on our phones, we have to sign a piece of paper with our IT department saying that they get remote access to our phones and can like delete everything on it if it's lost or something. And I pretty much, I had very colorful sailor type language to say to that, which I know I can see yep. in this podcast, but I'm trying to be a little better about swearing, you know, cause you know, Fair enough. Yeah. Tod- yeah. toddlers repeat everything. Um, everything. Um, and uh, it's I have like, a story about that too. No, I'm a lowly librarian. I don't need to have like I can log in and work, look at my work email through the browser. That's fine. Right. I don't need yeah. to sign my phone away for that. I am not high enough up on the food chain that I need to be able to do all this. But anyways, what I was getting at is somehow I failed to set all the usual reminders. I usually set for when I have an evening instruction class, something where it's outside my normal work time. I do it right. from home and everything. And I didn't realize it until the next morning when I was brushing my teeth. And it was one of those complete and utter panics of, holy crap, I missed that instructional session. And mm-hmm. I'm like, and my brain started to go and I stopped myself and I'm like, I'm brushing my teeth. I can't do anything about it right now. As soon right. as I get yeah. to work, yeah. I will email the professor, mea culpa, mea culpa, mea culpa, and um, sent her links. And we ha- our library has a YouTube channel that helps mm-hmm. with, um, you know, how do you use certain databases and everything. I just sent her a email package of, I am so sorry. I have no excuse I just forgot last night and um, because I I failed to put in all my reminders. I'm so sorry. Here's what I can do. Here's what I can do instead because we couldn't reschedule the instructional session. And um, she accepted my apology. She she understands things happen. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's just acknowledge your fuck up essentially if you if there is a failure if there's no way to prevent the failure circumvent the failure or soften the failure just own your fuck up and you know i say i was trying to cut back all my swearing and here i am swearing um (laughs) it's a thing my mother-in-law is going to listen to this and just wince every single time she hears me say the f word um and um yeah it's just you own it and yeah and um and usually failures i only look at failures in terms of like my my job my my outside the home job right 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 at home it's just like no i guess that's not working out right now so we'll try again later it's uh at home again because of child you have to be a lot more flexible that that sometimes you're just not going to be able to get stuff done and all that. Yeah. And, um, Oh yeah. 
goals and house projects, Kevin, you understand this. Anybody listening that has a that owns a home understands this. Yeah, you may have house projects, but time and money to be able to work on them or hire oh, yeah. somebody to come do them. So I've got a lot of stuff I'd like to do around this house. But time and money. Yeah. Um, um and even when money is less of a problem, because Ursula is very fond of, I have saved all of this money for a reason from all of her various books, and it is much easier to throw money at a problem and hire someone to fix a thing than try to find the time and whatever to do it yourself. Mm-hmm. But there's still the scheduling and finding the time and all the yes. stuff that goes into it. Yeah. Yes. Um, yes. Yeah. It's like uh, the house in Goldstone recently. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you heard on the podcast. Uh, it had the both the AC unit and the fridge died at the same time. Is that the one that her mom lives in, or is that the one that the, Shepherd? No, Shepherd has a yurt. Shepherd has a yurt on on dog one skull. piece of land on Dog Skull. Lizard House is the house that will probably eventually be Ursula's mom's. Right now, Lizard Beth is living in it. Mm-hmm. Because the alternative is Lizard Beth has to leave live here, and we love Liz, but yeah, know, yeah, there's just two of us, and we're we're perfectly happy with just two of us. Um, so is but, that the uh, house, is Lizard House the house in Goldston? That, that's the house in okay. Goldston. All right, and yeah, but it's like okay, the AC unit is misbehaving. I can go look at it. Unfortunately, it was during a cool spell before it got really hot again. And it's like, yeah, I literally cannot fix this. We need to get somebody in here. And when they were like, there are two options. Option number one is the we get we special order the part for the 22-year-old heat exchanger for the fan and see if that's the fix fix or if that's where the 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 first link in the chain of failures is, or you can spend more money and replace it. Mm-hmm. And you know, so we spent more money and replaced it because you'll get the time out of it. Um, but the fridge was much more of a we need to find the time to get up to Lowe's to pick out the fridge to get the delivery schedule set up. Um, and so it took an extra like three days. Fortunately, it was kind of funny. Liz was like, "Well, I could ju- I could just buy a college, you know, a, a dorm size fridge, and that'll get me through." And then the light bulb went off, and it was like. Oh, right. The Winnebago's parked right here, and it has a refrigerator in it. So bring all your stuff for, and, or did you walk it across? Okay. Yeah, just walk across the yard if we, if it, if it fails just completely, completely, just level the Winnebago and turn on the propane powered refrigerator, which uses so little propane. It's ridiculous. Nice. Yeah. Because, you know, I still haven't found somebody to fix the mechanical parts of the Winnebago. Don't even get me started. Um, so I the, is the Winnebago yours or Liz's? Um, we had assisted with the funding of the Winnebago with the, if you like this, great, you pay us back. And if you don't like this, then we now have a Winnebago. 
Okay, because I was a little confused there for a while. Yeah, because it, it was didn't. Liz it had it. Then you said something about you and Ursula taking it on road trips. I'm like, right? Who the hell does this right. thing belong it, to? Right. It. It. Um, but yeah, it had a mechanical failure in Maryland, which mm-hmm. left I it remember stranded. That. I remember and that. it got partially. It got fixed enough to get it back here, but then I went to get it inspected. And it won't pass inspection because of something one of the the repairs did just to get it to run to here. And so now I need to find somebody who can do the physical repairs here. And every place I've talked to is like, we'll fix the living area portions of it, but we don't, we're not touching like engines or electrical. And I'm like, mother. What good are you? Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay. So yeah, I have a list of places that repair semis and school buses to call. Oh, good luck. Because it's the same mechanic level there. And I'm just like, if it reaches a point where I can't, I'll just sell it. Someone will buy it and we'll get something else. Because I, I, I want to be able to take a small house with me on vacation so that I don't have to deal with things. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I would love to be saying it's Magfest time, and I don't have to stay in the hotel. I brought my house with me, or a small version of my house with me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I could, you know, conceivably put in a small cage and a bantam chicken, but that's up for negotiation. <laughs> <laughs> that needs to be the final episode of KUEC. <laughs> That's right. We're on the road now, and uh, and this is uh, Lucky Man probably wouldn't travel. He's he's really happy, but maybe you know maybe Barbarian would want to come along or, or or Tank. Tank's turning into just a, a cute little guy. Um, flip side. How about those successes? Still um, celebrating? No. Yes, we do. So I I celebrate. It's like woo. How, like if um like if something. Mm-hmm. small or big right now like i got an email a few days ago from on both my pen name kdp account and my Corey large kdp account hey you got royalty payments coming Woo! yeah and, um, all right so i just do like a little happy dance and acknowledge it text my husband um but when like the book goes live when the knitting yeah. pattern goes live when i got my first it's called a cost of living adjustment, but it was more significant right. than a cost of living adjustment. It was like a small raise when I got my first raise in six years. Um, don't get me. We're not going to go down that rabbit hole either. Um, right. Um, all that stuff. Um, and also because of between 2019, uh, September 2019 and let's say August 2020, so for like an entire, almost an entire year between being pregnant, giving birth, recovering and all that, I had so many things like happen, self-publishing my yeah. first book, self-publishing my first knitting pattern, finishing the second, the first draft of the second book, all that stuff. I couldn't drink. We, we do a toast. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we did toast. Um, we timed it with... Um, nursing and all that um yes oh i remember that um that we at least toasted the book being published and the knitting pattern going up 
within a week of Colton being born. Everything else, right. we just waited. Once everything had calmed down, it was a, uh, um, 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 we just waited, and I could have a bigger drink at that point. And I don't drink yeah. often, anyways, anymore, just because um, I just don't. I just don't want to. It has nothing to do with nursing or breastfeeding that actually don't last very long. Um, yeah. And um, it just, pregnancy changes you, the body. And like, mm-hmm. I lost my taste for a lot of stuff. And alcohol is one of them. I, there are several yeah. out there, are only a few alcohols I really like the taste of. And that's what I'll drink. So, I, I just, yeah, no, I just saw the danger in early 2020 of using alcohol as a coping mechanism. Mm-hmm. And also I had some weird le- liver numbers. And so my doctor was like, don't drink. And I just didn't pick it back up after. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. I have a family history of alcoholism. One of my uncles yeah. um, almost killed himself driving drunk. And um, he's severely scarred and all that from that accident. So, yeah, yeah. and that happened when I was young and I remember, I remember it happening. So that has also, that has always influenced my mindset on drinking alcohol. Um, but then having been pregnant, I just, your taste buds change and they don't change back either. Yeah, no, no, they don't. They, they, you, yeah. Um, and that even happens with other things when you get older. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, uh, I'm trying to think, because I know I've had some changes because of the various procedures on my mouth. And, you know, um, and well, obviously with the diabetes, but just changing how I ate things. Um, oh, I know what it was. It was the high blood pressure medicine. Mm. Suddenly, I can taste the salt and everything. Right? That's something that I was just like, oh, McDonald's burgers are so good. And I'm like, why is this burger so salty? Mm-hmm. Right? And it's because, you know, my body's reacting differently or my taste buds are reacting differently to say this has too much salt. Yeah. And it's, it's really weird. Um, although the McDonald's, the, the, the single McDonald's burger is still the perfect burger. Um, yeah, like, I will say that when, when you just need something to get you through, um, I was coming home from fiber in last weekend and I had to get back here and it's like, God, I'm hungry. I'm starving. Um, and the hotel, the event was at was right next to a McDonald's. I'm like, screw it. Drove through. Yeah. Got a single cheeseburger. That was it. Well, no, that wasn't it. I got an iced coffee too, which I should have just not, um, <laughs> or I should have just gotten the mocha, mocha frap, mocha iced frap thing. Yeah. But, um, cause I've lost my taste for hazelnut on top of this. I used to be able to drink hazelnut flavored anything. Can't stand it now. Philberts. Sorry. Philberts, not hazelnuts. I'm kidding. I'm yeah. kidding. You know how our stuff is about Yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, it, but yeah, yeah, it was one of those. I just needed something. I finally mm-hmm. accepted after several years of trying to change my eating habits that my body does need animal protein and I just need to accept that. 
Yeah. It's oh, not yeah. That I was trying to actually go vegan or vegetarian. I that won't happen. I like pig right. too much. Bacon ribs. Oh, God. bacon ribs and pulled pork are my life. Um, but, oh yeah, we can hook you up on the pulled pork. That's oh, I know, I know. Believe <laughs> um, food thing. When mm-hmm. my when we when I went to my cousin's wedding in Columbus, uh, my brother traveled with me. My my mom and dad traveled separately, and I looked at him. I said, "Okay, little brother, this is going to be my first time away from my son since he's been born. Yep. I am going to plan activities for the two days that we are two and a half two days that we are there outside of the wedding and the uh, meet and greet the night before, because I'm going to need to distract myself. Are you in? (laughs) And God bless my little brother. He was up for it. So we did the Columbus zoo, which I whole, I wholeheartedly recommend. We saw a bunch of Mennonites there, which really made us pause for a moment because we live in Florida. If we want to see Mennonites, we have to go to Sarasota. Right. Um, right. And then the next day we did the Columbus food. We did a Columbus food tour, the short North food tour. I'll send you the link writing this down. Oh yeah. I totally recommend food tours. People do it. And it's at, yes, this is, I, ha- I did. I have it somewhere in all the p- notes pages in my planner. Cause lists. Um, yes. To tell Kevin about, the North Market in Columbus. And it's the North Market, not the West Market, not the East Market, the North Market. There are 40 different countries and cuisines represented. Specifically, what the hell is it called? Um, one that is Nepalese and Tibetan food. Oh, yeah. I took a picture of it specifically... To I'll you know I'll find the pictures I'll email them to you, and um, it was yeah. like the second third thing we had on the food tour. This is not the only reason I'm telling you about this food tour, but it was like well, one yeah. of the best things ever. It was the little dumpling thing, whatever the hell that's called. What's it called? Momos. Momos. Yes. Yes, we are. It has been three years, over three years. We are still kind of burned out on momos. Because every single stop, every place, it would just be like, oh, yes, we have momos. We have momos. We have momos. These are the momos that are being made by the women who support the temple. These are the momos that are, these are the best momos in town. Okay, forget that place. Forget that place. But there's also a Somalian restaurant. Oh, Somalian. Yes. Oh, my God, Kevin. This was like the the biggest equivalent I can make of it is a is a curry veggie pasty that you get in England, but it's Somalian. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. Yeah. Um, the one I am still looking for, and I have recipes that I just haven't had a chance to try, though, is from Zinning West. West? Yes, from Zinning West. They do essentially food on a stick over a charcoal barbecue. They just do it right there, and they put this oil spice blend on it. And it is so regional specific. And when we found that at the night market in Zinning, we thought it was amazing. And then anytime we would be 
a small town that might have a re- that had a restaurant that did it that is what we ate mm-hmm. i am we are not asking any questions about what some of the meats were nope. if they weren't recognizable as chicken um nope you don't ask but, yeah but they had tofus there that i can't even get in the u.s uh-huh. and you know all the vegetables but then they put this spice blend on it and it's i am i wish i could find some place that did the spice blend here because there's also this the zinning hand-pulled mm-hmm. noodles which were amazing um and i have a recipe book from a chef from zinning who opened res- restaurants in new york that has i believe the right stuff on it it's just i haven't had a chance to make it or try it yet yep um now that we have the new grill new grill it's two years old but the new grill that has both gas and charcoal and a smoker i can do a charcoal grill and try it once my mouth is healed by the way folks we're doing this like three days after my oral surgery and i'm not on solid food yet um (laughs) yep um so yeah i'm just drooling thinking about it and not being able to do anything about it yeah there was something else i was going to tell you in addition to all that and i got sidetracked by going telling you about the momos I'll figure it out. Momos are great. I mean, or momos I, are wonderful. Yeah. Or if I fa- remember it after we're done, I'll just email you and yeah, and yeah, yeah, you yeah. can read it and I'll, I'll save it for when the episode <laughs> comes out and the letters show after my episode comes out. Um, It'll be literally the week after this episode comes out based on the current schedule. Yep. It will be the next letter show. Yep. So yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, my little brother was great. It was, um, so we're doing this and he was all for it. And, um, yeah. 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 No, I can Mm -hmm. see that. Um, Mm -hmm. that is everything. And then you had said, okay, what did we say? Put a pin in and come to later. That was something for after we've stopped recording. Okay, yeah. Um, the other thing, though, is now you have all of these books out. Yes. And you have a dormant YouTube channel, and you have a website, and you have these patterns coming out. And um, why don't we go through them, and then you can email me all of the, the links so that I don't hurt myself <laughs> yes. trying to write it all down. Yes. Right? Okay, so first and foremost, the website is corylarge.wordpress.com. I wish I had had the insight like Ursula did to call my website something cute like Red Wombat Studio so I could have everything in one place, but I've promised my brother I will not create another website for him to export and import into. Um, Not that it's hard, but I feel bad asking him to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, my, uh, pen name for my children's books is caendicott.wordpress.com, which is actually like my original website. I just emptied it out of everything once it had been exported to the new site and it's only my children's books, book mm-hmm. right now. Um, if you'd like to follow me on the, um, or like to connect with me on the internet, Corey.large on Instagram, or I'm at Corey.large on Instagram. That is my public profile. Um, I just share stuff about books and writing and knitting and other random crap. Um, but it because it's public, I never put anything 
um, about my husband or son on there. So there will never be yep. pictures of them on there. That's just to protect them. Mm-hmm. My books can be found on Amazon, both in paperback and ebook format. Cause I haven't reached the page number level to get a hardback yet, but that's okay. Um, it's perfectly okay. Yeah. My knitting patterns can be found on Ravelry under Corey Large Designs. Again, Kevin, I will email you all of this. Yes. Um, I'm just writing down the things I need to remember to link. That's about, I'm not trying I'm to write down the rest of the everything. Oh, okay. yeah. Um, and I do have a currently dormant YouTube channel called Tales from a Polk County Girl. Um, if I do have a walkthrough video of what this looks like, I will send that direct link to Kevin. That way you guys don't have to like go. It would be one of the more recent videos anyways, recent in quotes. Um, yeah. Um, you know, maybe one day I'll start doing videos again. Um, but Mm -hmm. you know, limited time and it's so hard. I know it's fine. It's, um, it's okay. I, I, mm-hmm. I am not beating myself up about it. And I'm really glad about that. Cause yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, all I ask is that if you are going to connect with me on Instagram, don't be a creep. Cause I am not afraid to use the block button. Um, I don't think, I, I think we've made it abundantly clear that if you're listening <laughs> And you're a creep, or you're going to be a creep. Stop listening and unsubscribe. I, 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 I've been abundantly clear. I believe in the past that if you don't have, if if you're going to disagree with me on certain subjects and then flame at me about it, you know what? Just save yourself the grief and unsubscribe yeah, and go away. Why? Why? Um, yeah. Why do? Yeah. Why do people? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, Every so often, I'm just like, Ursula, please put the phone down. People will still be wrong on the internet when we're done recording. I know. I need to tell my Luckily, <laughs> Thank God my dad doesn't have Twitter, but he can't contain himself to 140 characters. Um, yeah. I'm just so glad he doesn't have the Twitters, as Matt Wallace calls it. Um, I haven't talked to Matt in a while either. <laughs> I actually have a present I need to ship to Matt and Nikki, so yeah. <laughs> well, that's why it was about the when I I remember saying to my brother when we were on the Columbus food tour, it's like, oh, I need to tell Kevin about this because he I think he and Ursula come to Columbus and they go stay at a castle. And my brother was looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about, sister? Um, um, like, don't worry about it. It's near Columbus, but we um, we've actually uh, the group that does the castle rental. We're we're trying some new venues. Okay. Um, we couldn't go this year, but um, apparently for the this year and I think next is this beautiful, beautiful um, property in uh, Gatlinburg. Hmm or just outside Gatlinburg, Tennessee, which is right there by Pigeon Forge. And I, will I have make it to up there one day. I have dreams of going up there and staying in the mountains. Yeah. Well, there are two reasons. One is Pigeon Forge is where Dollywood is. Yes, it is. And I have to go to Dollywood. You do have to go to Dollywood. 
but also there is a restaurant in Pigeon Forge that is purely a tourist trap, uh, but it's full of, you know, the animatronic show, puppet shows, as it were, just like Chuck E. Cheese, uh-huh. except it's Mrs. Frizzle's Chicken House. Like Mrs. Frizzle as in Magic School Bus? No. Okay. Not, but more like, you know, the Frizzle Chickens. Because it's all animatronic chickens doing the singing and dancing oh my in, this, God. in Waffle Restaurant. Yes. You see now why I have to go. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. Is fried chicken yeah. and waffles on the menu? Oh, yeah. Okay, that was going to be a... Oh, yeah. No, no chicken and waffles isn't on the menu. What I remembered what I was going to tell Uh-oh. you about food. So while we were on this food tour... one of the first things we had we went to um a place called a hot chicken and um it's their version of nashville hot chicken and you only get the cold or the warm it was amazing i'm not here to talk about yes i'm here to talk about the coleslaw i don't like coleslaw. this was an apple cider based coleslaw which i was uh, later in my Mm -hmm. research is called carolina coleslaw and i'm like this is a revelation and yeah. so I've got a head of cabbage in my fridge that I really need to turn into coleslaw. Um, <laughs> like, I'm one of the few Southerners that does not like coleslaw. Yeah, no, the um, the brewery up the road, Carolina Brewery, does a version of that that they will put on the Carolina Burger. Mm-hmm. And with the pimento cheese. Oh, my God. This is one of the few things made out of pimento cheese that I actually like. Yeah. I'm a bad I'm a bad North Carolinian in that if you're like, oh, have a pimento cheese sandwich, I'm like, no, thank you. But that burger with pimento cheese and that Carolina Coles, oh yeah. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Like I want to because I I saw the coleslaw and just assumed it was a mayo based coleslaw. It was just light on mayo, so I didn't eat it at first. But when the the manager talked about the coleslaw and how the owner, the founder's grandma was from Carolina and she didn't like mayonnaise, so she made a so she made mm-hmm. apple cider vinegar based coleslaw. She didn't call it Carolina coleslaw. She called. I'm like, no mayo, no mayo. Pork. Eat it. I'm like. Eric, this is the best thing I've ever tasted. Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's, yeah, no. Yeah. All right. I knew I'd circle back around to it. You'd find it? Yeah. I'd find it. So. so okay. Yeah, no, thank you so much. Thank you. It's been awesome. And yes. uh, let's let's not wait two years, three years to catch up again. Three years. Yeah, I know I, it's hard. I've been, I've been keeping up with you guys. You guys. Just uh, yeah, I know. That's all. My fault. Then no, it's my no, fault. No, no, no. Calling you out that's... sooner. <laughs> yeah, call me out sooner. Because I'll yes. probably text Claire tonight and go, hey, I've got a new episode of um No, I'm not gonna tell her. I'm gonna let her find out. Oh, here we go again. You I two. Know. Um <laughs> Well, I mean we're cosmic twins, we're best friends. I know. I mean, so I know I they know. made I my know. day when it's like when I saw her name on the thing, I'm like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. All right. Um, 
Yeah, and then for the people at home, uh, we're going to go rant about something else, and uh, y'all will hear Ursula and I right after this. First up, many, many thanks to Corey for coming on the show again. Um, I will try to make sure our next catch-up isn't as uh, as long a ways as, as this one, so that maybe it's not quite as long a chat. But it's always fun to talk to Corey, so, you know, there there is that. Um, so, hey, our word for our this word. week. Our word. Word me. Word you. Turkey waffles. All one word. All right. Yes, that is that thing you do. Yes. Okay. For those who don't know, one of my favorite childhood things is the day after Thanksgiving, mom would take the leftover turkey and shred it up in the leftover gravy and then make waffles and put it on top of it. And it's actually really, really good. You wouldn't think it is, but it's, I love it. It's delicious. So turkey waffles. Um, yeah. And you can go to productivityalchemy.com. You can look for the activity code section. You can type in turkey waffles, no spaces, and you will get a badge. You will. Uh, an amazing, glorious, I don't know what it looks like yet because I'm going to be designing it after dinner, uh, badge. Possibly turkey or waffle related. Maybe both. We'll see. Uh, and that, I don't think they have anything on Noun Project where I get all my icons that, that will be turkey, but a turkey and a waffle. But you never know. Um, so yeah, um, you'll get a badge. The other things you can do there is you can look at the badge how-to. You can find out what badges are. You can um, add other codes for other badges. You can listen to past episodes. You can. You can look at show notes for this episode and past episodes. You can comment. You can go to the About section and find out about us and find out about... Um, you know, some of the other things we have going on and click that contact form and send a letter for the letter show, which is happening in two weeks. And yeah, many, many, things. many, many things. There is one link you should the forbidden link, the forbidden link. That's yes. right. The forbidden link is the support link. Do not click it. Do not click it. We're good. Yes. We, we feel supported. We are, we're, we're exceptionally well supported. Um, and so instead of giving your money to us, because we don't need it. Let's give it to somebody who needs it more than we do. And this week, that is a seal. A seal. A-S-E-E-L. Yep. Uh, what does a seal do? Uh, they are they are sort of like the Etsy of Afghanistan, but they also have a great many uh, projects that you can help fund that you sort of like GoFundMe sort of things. And uh, because it is very hard to get aid to Afghanistan, there are a lot of people who need it. It is very cold in the winter in a oh, lot yeah. of areas. And the infrastructure is kind of terrible. But uh, you can 
like small amounts of money in this case can have really big consequences like a hundred bucks can buy people a wood stove kind of thing yeah i mean it's so or you know feed people for a month it's 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 really worth doing our buddy shepherd has been uh working with them a lot and so uh, uh yeah absolutely thumbs up go check them out buy yourself something nice for the holidays uh it, like they yeah. have lots of cool clothes and stuff yeah, and so yeah, uh, go go check that out, and you will find that in the charity spotlight link at the top of the show notes. And that's it for this week. So I'm gonna go get our dinner out of the oven. We are going to have a good Thanksgiving here. We hope uh, those of you in the United States who are celebrating tomorrow have the same. Otherwise, you know what? Go out there and do your best to um, stay productive, or start being productive. Whatever, or whatever works. you feel like. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. you do you. Sounds good.